Bring the ship you know what would be a huge turn on in. into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Just trying to stay alive. Just trying to stay alive. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you on a Thursday. Very, very busy Thursday this evening, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dubs, it's your hideout. You have the opportunity to be whoever you want this evening. Feel free to use those phone numbers to do that. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial the numbers. Uh, J-Dubs, let's see here. We have on this... Wonderful Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. Another qualification for the Las Vegas trip from the Bernie Mac show um, on 65. That trip is all-inclusive, airfare, hotel accommodations at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino, and spending cash. Mm-hmm. Tonight we play a little game called Lost Vegas. Um, also, too, win them before you can buy them. I don't have my book here, but uh, hurry it. Come on, Napier, you don't have to... <laughs> He's trying to just slip through the doors. Oh, ginger-like. I need this. Um, no, don't Running around like the sit- repo, man. Oh, why, why, why are you sitting in here? Jesus, you retard. Uh, them before you can buy them. A pair of tickets to see Dave Chappelle, June 21st, the TD Waterhouse. Tickets go on sale Saturday the 22nd. I believe that's this Saturday. Um, I don't believe this Saturday is the 22nd, though. That's like Monday. Um, so Saturday, I'm going to assume, at 10 a.m. Uh, at the TD Waterhouse box office or any Ticketmaster outlet. Information, visit LiveNation.com. Dave Chappelle, Dubs, win them before you can buy them. Wonderful. Man, we got some badass prizes tonight. Thank you to that promotion staff. They're, uh... Definitely hooking up. So, Dubs, we'll play a lot of games this evening. This is actually a very good prize, the uh, Burger King Cheesy Top Pack. You get $25 in gift certificates and $75 cash. Okay. So I'd... you can select one of those. Let me win one of those. Already tried. Already tried today. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I won the ringer today in the uh, the video game a couple of days ago. I can't win the $75 in cash. No, we can't win uh, cash, but I'm sure we can uh, hook you up with uh, the Eddie Money Tickets that we have All right. for here. Uh, Ready to give away? Yeah, we'll talk about those in a bit. Eleven o five. Let's see here, Dubs. We got a lot to do this evening. Chick Fil A is offering sandwiches for seventy six cents today. Oh, I mean, I love Chick Fil A. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I hate the human uh, psyche that goes along with sales. Um, yeah. I mean, it really. What it was, was it? disturbing. Up right. to a two hour wait at the one by my place. For seventy six dollar sandwich, I mean seventy six cent sandwiches. Uh, you have a Chick fil A right over there by you. Mm-hmm. So it's two hours during like, lunchtime. It was two hours. Right now, I'd say it's a half hour to forty five minutes. Why are people waiting in line for two hours 
for 76, 76 cent sandwiches. Uh, over at Chick fil A, 76 cents, five, lim- uh, five sandwich limit on those. So the top savings you can get is about 850. Well, then I understand that. For two hours? That's sure. Lower, that's lower than minimum wage. That's what uh, migrant farm workers earn. It's about time we start uh, feeling their plight, hanging out in a Chick-fil-A line for two hours. It's just amazing to me that people have no respect for their own time anymore. No, not at all. Uh, not when you could save $8.70. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what about this, Dubs. What's the longest you've waited in line for something you didn't need? Uh, probably uh, when last Black Friday, when uh, they. Don't be racist. I'm trying not to be. I try every day to be a better person. It just doesn't work out. Uh, but on Black Friday last year, I waited for about five hours for a computer. Oh wow! But that was a huge savings. That was a couple hundred dollars I saved. All right, Dubs. I may have made a mistake. Hmm. I probably shouldn't be here. I told you. All right, so I'm sick. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, I talked to you this morning, and your temperature was 102 degrees. I woke up with a 102-degree temperature. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was feeling ill yesterday before the show, uh, struggled through the show. 10 o'clock hour, I had hit this nasty wall. I did, too. I wasn't even sick. I, I, just yesterday, starting off, was insane. So I go home, and I watch the uh, Maverick Spurs game five. Mm-hmm. Um, Mavs now up only 3-2. Is that why you got sick? Well, no, here's the thing, though. I was so sick watching the game, I didn't even care that they lost by the wow. end of it. Yeah, I, I really, by the it was a great game, came down to the end, whatever. I could barely keep my eyes open because I felt so bad. So then I go upstairs uh, to lay down, mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding you. I'm, uh, I, I'm Michael J. Fox. I'm like shaking and I'm chilling and I'm like quivering. Is that and a Parkinson's I'm, joke? Well, but I mean, I, I could not control my body. Good for you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I enjoy a good, uh, well placed Parkinson's joke. It wasn't a joke. I'm just saying what I was. I was mm-hmm. like, I could not like stop shivering. Yeah. And my temperature at that time was 101.7. And then uh, I slept awful. Mm-hmm. I got up to pee probably about 15 times. I was so dehydrated this morning, and I had a 102 temperature. I'm going to take my temperature right now. Oh, you brought your thermometer in? Mm-hmm. No, not that end, man. You get a better reading the other way. <laughs> How was he talking out that end? God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the temp's going down. It's 99.4. We left it in there for like three seconds. Man. Yeah, but, sure? the, but it was done. I would go again, because I think you got it wrong. But here's I, think, the, I think it's more. Proud 100.3. <laughs> Could we please end that? <laughs> Maybe that's why I was sick. So now that I think about it, though, I feel awful. I feel loopy. Mm-hmm. And here, here are my symptoms, okay? So I was, you know, chills, high fever. Uh, I have this metallic taste in my mouth. Oh, no. My... my Upper back kind of hurts. I know what that is. Hold on. So, like, I would assume kind of around my kidney area. I haven't pooped uh, at all. And you, you, my health issues with my ass are well documented. And now I'm loopy. Now, I, I'm afraid it's meningitis. It's not meningitis, I'll guarantee you that. 
I'm sending you over three little letters of what it is. <clears throat> All right, hold on. Let me see. As you just got online. Uh, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. That's not it. No? It's not the high five. <laughs> it the is hiv? not the hiv. You've gotten skinny. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. I'm bloated. I'm bloated because I can't go. Ew. I know, man. It's awful. I should probably go home. You, you want sp- to? Not, not really. You said your spine and kidney hurts? My spine doesn't really hurt, but my feels like my kidneys do. Do you want to try? And I'm achy, like my knees. I felt like I was an old woman today. I had to ice my knees down. I literally got out the ice pack. And then the other thing, too, with the ice pack, I just put it on my pillow and slept on it. I was finally able to get some sleep sleeping on the ice pack. It's falling apart, man. You are. I, I've i never seen someone go downhill this fast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What is that? Is that helpful? I know. I'm not. I'm just trying to be honest. Jack? Yeah. You gotta be more positive. Magic? Man. Oh, come on! What the hell with the magic? I'm not going downhill, dude. I'm fine. And I wanted to come in tonight and work tonight so I could be sick tomorrow for game six. And spread your disease to everyone else who uses that mic. Tammy, you're in the hunt out on Road Radio. They already have it if I was here yesterday. True. Go ahead, Tammy. I probably got it from one of them. I have to do. Go ahead. Oh, stupid phone cut out. All right, do you want me to stick around or no? It's up to you, man. If you want to trade me spots so you can relax more, come on in here. I don't like that box. <laughs> no! No! It's not fair, man. It's not right. I'm a bit... He's hot. I'm a bit sick, and you can't be pulling things out I'm of sorry, context. I don't like chicks... Uh, <laughs> He's a hot dude. Thank How you. How do you get all these drops in here? <laughs> Thank you for being supportive. Can, Can you some... see what I'm not playing? Can someone teach Napier how to screen phone calls and how to hit tabs so I know what's up there? Mm. He looks so lost. What's going on back there? He says it's not done yet. That's why. What's oh, not done yet? Him typing, I guess. I don't know. He's one of the, he's pecking at it. Is he's he... got the one finger on each hand and he's pecking. Is he a point and poke? Yes. I just like when he talks to you guys, but his mic's not on. <laughs> and just expect you to read lips. No headphones on, no nothing. I'm trying my best. All right, you know I'm what? doing what I can. I brought you guys in food. Let's take a break and come back. You, you want to get into this uh, Dateline audio? Yeah, let's play the Dateline audio. That could be fun. Let's see how I'm feeling after that. I may go home early. That's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll see if there's anybody out there who knows maybe what's wrong with you, too. All right, here's the thing. Uh, Sof is here. Mm-hmm who snuck yesterday into the Grumba uh, Hummer down to Club Paris. From what I understand, he got kicked out. He's our hideout documentary filmmaker. He got kicked out. Of Club Paris, yes. Because he was wearing pajama bottoms and a cape, an American flag cape. How long did you last there before they kicked you out? I lasted till about 1230, and that's when the people started coming was around 11, 1130. Right. So... Right after I talked to y'all, I went back inside for a little bit, smoking my cigar, and that's when I got the tap on the shoulder. Right. You were so drunk up until, uh, you know, like at like, what, 1045 when we talked to him? He was hammered last night. Yeah, yeah, you were. Uh, now, we are sending you and Matt somewhere. I'm not going to say where, but you boys leave now. 
and then we'll talk about it, all right? All righty. All right, well, thank you, guys. We'll take a break, come back. Bring back some ice cream. Dateline audio, and probably me going home in the next hour on Real Radio 104.1. Thursday night with the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041-IF you have a singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, I'm going to try to give you two good, strong hours, and I'm going home. Okay. Paul, you're in the Hideout. What's up, Paul? Hey, man, I know you guys are into real challenges. Now, I think this is a perfect one for you, a bit, for you to get your temperature to 104.1. Drink some coffee. Right. Come on, man. I, uh, that'd be perfect. Get in a hot tub. Just really fry my brain out. Mm-hmm. Hot sauce. It doesn't actually raise your temperature. It, Stupid. It does. Uh, it makes smoke come out of you. <laughs> now, oh, dubs. In cartoons. Now, dubs, last night after I watched my Mavs lose. Mm-hmm. I had to stay up, even though I was sick and had the chills, to watch Datelines to Catch a Predator. How was it? I didn't get to watch the video. I listened to the audio, but uh, I... I'll tell you this. I don't know if it's because I was sick or what. Guys are making a lot of sense. <laughs> the guys walking in there or Chris Henson? Oh, wait. Henson. Um, yeah, they had a real group of degenerates. Yeah, I, don't know if they were, I don't know if they were as strong as the week before. There's one guy who is. Yeah, the guy with the cat that we played Marvin. to start out the show. Yeah. I have three Marvin tracks here. Oh, boy. All right, what's the first one that you have? I, I have Marvin up first. you want me to uh, skip past him? We'll come back to him? Yeah, let's save Marvin for last because that's what Dateline did. This is the guy who got nude chasing around a cat wanting the underage girl to do sex acts with the cat. Wait, who? Dubs? Yeah, right. No, not me. Uh, I just heard the description. I thought we were talking about you again. This is a guy who wouldn't give his last name, <laughs> and then he tried to take off. Okay, this guy had, like, the Eminem um, short Caesar hair. Yeah. And, Bleach blonde. Right. Uh, hold on a second. Before we get to this, though, Okay. I guess Tina is at Chick-fil-A, and she says there's a crazy lady there yelling at the restaurant. Tina. What's she yelling? She's talking the line, like... Got a line all the way back to OBT, and she's screaming that she doesn't want a pickle on her sandwich. And it's like, yeah, I know, but the pickle comes with it. She's like, no pickle. Oh god, she's freaking out I, over a pickle. I could hear her screaming with my door closed and window up. Uh well, when you got se- uh, seventy-six cent sandwiches, I mean. Yeah, no, you pay for uh, you get what you pay for there, and uh, you're gonna get your sandwich and drive away. Maybe I can put my phone up over my car. Um, well, we'd have to get her permission to be yeah. on the air. I'm sorry, Tina. I, I wish, know. I wish. Fortunately, we'd have to have her permission to be on the air. Yeah, that sounds as uh, crazy and stupid as someone not wanting mayonnaise on their burgers. Hey, if I pay full price. I want it the way I want it. But if I'm getting it for 76 cents, you won't hear me, bitch. I remember a certain story you told back in uh, D.C. about Dubs throwing a temper tantrum at a pre-made sandwich place. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get back to Dateline. All right. All right, so here this guy insists he doesn't have a last name. Here he comes. Here he comes. Copy that. Wave him up. Get him in. This is Brian Gosselin, screen name Bay Jones. Mm. Hey, come on in. The door's open. I got some wine coolers. Wine coolers are just fine. You weren't kidding when you said a big house. <laughs> oh, did you bring did you bring protection? Yeah. <laughs> the only bad news about that. We need to isolate that clip and just have it. Yeah. I know we have the yeah, yeah Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. And I guess he's doing his best Mr. Slave impression. Do we have the Mr. Slave? Let's uh, let's play the Mr. Slave that we used to do uh, for right, correct answers. 
He's looking for it right now. Play play it back, Dubs. Oh, did you bring did you bring protection? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Did you bring did you bring protection? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, so alright, uh, continue with this guy? Alright. Oh, did you bring did you bring protection? Yeah. <laughs> The only bad news about that is you're probably not going to need that type of protection tonight. Oh. See, I knew this was going to be a setup. <laughs> you did? Yeah. How did you know that? Just because of the way she was talking online. Brian, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. You don't have a last name. <laughs> All right, I'll just leave. I guess no, I'm no, no, no. I'm not finished not asking questions here. yet. Sir? That's like whenever you get busted, like when you're a teenager and you're out and about and some old person comes up to confront you. What's your name? I don't have a name. I don't have a last name. You can't track me down. I don't have one. Uh, what's the next one you got, Doug? Next one is Dallas Lee. I don't Sounds know if you remember. cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a stud. Here comes another man who's seen our previous broadcast. He's in the laundry room. He's in the kitchen coming towards the living room. His name is Dallas Lee. It takes him less than seven minutes to ask the boy if he wants oral s- the decoy says, okay, cool. And a few hours later... He... That sounds good. Yeah. It's cool, man. I love how it only took a few hours, too. Yeah. Like this the one guy did... was right there. He's just ready. Yeah, this one didn't take any finesse at all. It just took an, uh, an open door. He's Chomping at the bit. our living room. Yeah. I'm finishing it right. Hang out the table for a second, okay? Yeah. So you're pumped, too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, pumped for it? Oh, not too much. You have a seat right up here. <laughs> Still there. What you doing here? He invited me over. Who is he? Uh, Tony. Tony. Yeah. And how old is Tony? Mm, 14. What was your plan here with this 14-year-old boy? I mean, we talked about sex and stuff like that. And then, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. i got two kids of my own. We can hang out and stuff. And how old are your kids? My son is 19 and my daughter is 15. So your daughter is one year older than the boy you were coming mm-hmm. to visit tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you feel if your daughter, at the age of 15, was home alone and a man came to visit her? Honestly, terrible. Yeah. You know. And so why is it okay for you? It's not. You? You're absolutely here. right. Honestly, it's not. You know, but I, I was even, not even set the sex aside. As you sit here today, based on this chat, based <laughs> upon up. your arrival here, mm-hmm. you are every parent's worst nightmare. Exactly. Yeah, just admitting you're right. I am. I'm an animal. Here I am in all my glory. Can you imagine Henson being your dad? So, yeah, I hate the affected voice that he puts on. What happened during third period? I got a call yeah. from is, your teacher. Is everything going all right? How is that possible? Your mother said that you were home. It's a hideout road radio 104.1, the Dateline audio from The Catch a Predator, our favorite show on television. All right, what's this one now? Uh, next up. Up next, we have a 60-year-old man, 61. Where are you? Oh, okay. This guy, this guy, and by the way, all these were in Florida. This was in Florida, too. This is in Fort Myers. Nice. This is your prototypical old guy. Yeah? Did he look creepy? He's he's 60. No, he looks like a guy you're going to see waiting at the pharmacy to get his uh, his meds. Mm -hmm. He looks like everyday old man. The odd thing is, this guy's probably waiting for Viagra. Where are you? I'm right here. I got things to change. I'll be right there. 
No. Where are you at? I'm right here. I just got a oh. change. change. <laughs> Right. Moving pretty quick there. Why don't you have a seat right over there? Okay. At the stool. Where were you headed there? Huh? Where were you headed just? Just talk with. Just talk with who? Tony. So you were here to mentor this boy? If I could, yeah. If I could, you know, I don't mind helping. And did that mentoring process include having sex with him? Oh no. <laughs> so this guy's story gets even better. Um, here he's, in a second. Yeah, he says he's here to mentor. Our right, Tumblr says. Chris Henson sounds like Mr. Smith from The Matrix, which is true. Mm -hmm. It's a very good way of putting it. But that's not how the conversation went on the Internet, is it? I don't think so. I don't know. You say, I love to <laughs> a young man <laughs> and <laughs> him. <laughs> Do you recall that? Gramps? I, I believe so. This was... Well, I have the whole transcript here. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and from what most say, it's the best they've had. <laughs> oh, the real compliment is when they keep coming back for more. You'd absolutely love it. I'm in my 40s, but guarantee that I'm not some old guy wanting to perv a young boy. <laughs> well, the reality is, is that you are older. Uh -huh. And what's going on here seems pretty pervy, doesn't it? It does. He told the kid he was in his 40s, too, not his 60s. I wish like, that makes a difference. I wish you could have seen a photo of this guy, Dubs. He is prototypical Florida old dude. Here, Big tall socks. Right. And, yes, he like the striped shirt, but mm -hmm. like the thick stripes, you yeah. know what I mean? Or, um... Just kind of a golf attire. Not even really a golf He was wearing, like, jeans. Hmm. I think he had a belt buckle. Just old man, dude. Old man out for young guy. So, Trolling. Right, what's next? Next is a 31-year-old guy named Lee. What's going on? Not much. Who are you? Who are you? Um, Lee. And Lee, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, come to visit a friend off the net, I thought. Tell me how old did she say she was in the conversation? 13. How old are you? <laughs> Too old. All right, hold 31. on a second. 31. If I recall correctly, this guy's from Orlando. Oh, wow. Or at least when they showed mm -hmm. uh, where he... Maybe he's an out-of-town or something, but he said, like, when you watch it, they show the chat, and he says that he's from Orlando. But what did he look like? Because I saw a teaser on the news last night. About, and it looked like this like bike like older biker looking guy. Yeah, he was bald. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's from Orlando then. Yeah, he had a Florida shirt on. <laughs> Just all tourist out. Her real, real radio hideout shirt on. Yeah, heretic. <laughs> what would you think if you saw a uh, like a John Locke walk into <laughs> walk into one of the rooms. Here's what we ought to do. He talks like Hanson. It'd just be like mirrors. <laughs> Here's what we ought to do. Just for our own pleasure. We ought to set up our own like reenactments <laughs> with the heretics and put them on the website. You know what I mean? And what? Just cut Henson to uh, one of our guys answering them? Right. Or maybe one of us plays the role of Henson. It'd be real ironic if it was you, considering John, your past and John, what you do what at were you doing with that bull out so there? What, John. Uh, uh, so awful. I was just playing with the bull. <laughs> What's How the next one? was the bull? What you got next? Uh, this is one still going. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, sir. And you thought it was okay for a 31-year-old man to come to a home yes, where sir. a 13-year-old girl was alone because why exactly? I didn't. Then why did you do it? Stupidity. Stupidity. Honestly. 
pure stupidity. You sent her that picture. Yes, right. And I told her they were dirty pictures, and she wanted to see them, so I showed her. <laughs> what? So, because a 13-year-old girl says it's okay, it's okay for you to do no, it. No, it's not, sir. No, sir. Are you married? Yes, sir. How's this going to go over at home? Ouch. Not good. Oh. <laughs> I had really, really, really like for it not to go home. Really, I'm, sir. What do you think should happen to you, Liam? Honestly, I'd like to be able to just go back to work. And just <laughs> work and just get up and I'm, grab a cookie. I'd like to make it home by 7 to listen to the hideout, if that would be possible. I'd I hear they're yes. giving away a trip to Vegas. I'd really like to go. Honestly, I'd like to be able to just go back to work. And just go back to work. And and walk, get up and, and grab I'm a not, cookie. I'm and not walk saying that, I'm back not to saying the cookies tent. Yeah, no, the cookies are still there. I'm admitting to you that it is wrong. So we're all square, even Steven, and you should no, just get no, up and walk out no. of here. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, honestly. Well, there's a few things that you need to know. Everything that you've done since you pulled up here has been recorded on camera. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. And you can see this guy's, like, life and family and marriage and everything just flashed before his eyes. I'm sure his face is just long. Now, you pulled the audio. Did you happen to get the audio of the young Latin guy from Daytona? No. All right. That one, there wasn't really anything funny about it. It was just more sad. Oh, okay. 22-year-old guy brought in McDonald's and a rose. <laughs> and he was married, too. And he was like, oh, she's going to kill me. Her dad has ten brothers. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. I'm so dead. They're going to kill me. We got more next? Uh, we we have Marvin left. All, All right. of Marvin. Perfect. This is the guy with the cat. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 1041 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Yeah. Dateline Kid Toucher Audio to catch a predator. I like the remix. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm telling you, that, thing's, that guy's classic. It's a hit. All right, let's wrap this up with the creepiest guy of all of them here yes. in Florida. Marvin. And the dateline to catch a predators. Uh, this is when Marvin first walked in. This is the guy who uh, had a, uh, a conversation about the chick and a cat. You want to explain yourself? Grab that towel right there, please. Wrap it around yourself and please sit in that stool. <laughs> what are you doing? Making a mistake. Making a mistake. Is going on in your mind. Now, what do you think would have happened, Marvin, had I not been here and had there actually been a 14 year old girl in that next room? What would have happened after you walked in there naked? Something probably would have happened. Something like what? Something along sexual lines. Like you would have had sex with a 14 year old girl? I'm not sure if I would have done that, but. Marvin, you're naked. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone all the way. I wasn't going. You, you went all the way when you took your clothes off, just about. So that's the beginning of it. And uh, this is the clip we played at the beginning of the show where it's the actual conversation of uh, them online and him talking about what he would like her to do with the cat. You know what would be a huge turn on for me? What? <laughs> Watching you blank him, meaning the cat. <laughs> he says, I don't think I want to blank the cat. Would you for me? You're going to make this 14-year-old girl perform a sex act on a cat. Was that your plan? It really wasn't. Why did you say it then? 
I was, I was, I was just messing around with it. I was just, just messing around. around. I really wasn't just about the cat. You gave her instructions about using Cool Whip. Very specific instructions. I, mean, I can only imagine what would have been going on in this house had I not been here. Am I wrong to think that? No, you're not. So what's going to be happening if I'm not here? You're naked. There's a 14-year-old girl. You're chasing a cat around. You've got Cool Whip. And you want this girl to do some sex act with the cat, and then you'll have sex with her. Is that accurate? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so this guy had Cool Whip? Yeah. I'm sure they set him up with it, like, you know, like, all right, we're going to have the cat in here. We're going to have the Cool Whip here. And just, let's just see if he goes for it. They did. That's absolutely what they did. They had it all set up. <laughs> he was chasing it around? Yeah. And as soon as he walked in, because the deal was... The deal was she'd do it if he got naked as soon as as soon as he walked in. So they I set, love how they mess with him. Yeah, they completely set him up. There's no need for that. Once he shows up, right. you've already got him. You're just doing this to humiliate the man now. So that was their idea. They're like, hey, uh, we'll do this if you get completely naked as soon as you walk in. All right. He walks in nude. There's the Cool Whip sitting there. There's the cat. That has to be the funnest job ever. And then, and they have they have the girl who's playing the underage girl like back behind another door. Mm-hmm. And so this guy didn't even wait because a lot of them will sit down and eat the cookies. Mm-hmm. He just starts going towards the door. Oh man! And so at that point, Henson's like, "Hey, bro, put the towel on." <laughs> and I guess they had the towel there just in case he decided that he decided he was going to get naked. Because I was like, it's real odd that they have the towel sitting there, but oh yeah, they set the whole thing up. Maybe he was at an employee pep rally Monday. <laughs> right. I left without mine, by the way. I have mine in my van still. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bob in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bob? Hey, uh, guys. How you doing? All right. Hey, I watched, I watched that on TV, too, and you know, what, gets, what gets me is, is there a flip side where there's women who do the same thing? Well, here's what they said, because they asked Henson about that at the end of it, and he said that... Women are more apt to do this with people that they know. Like really? you know, like sometimes teachers, you yeah. know, will date their students and stuff yeah. like that. Women are more apt to do that as opposed to guys prefer mm-hmm. the anonymity, prefer the internet. The no strings to it. Exactly. They and, think there's a less chance of getting caught. And that's why they haven't had a single female responded to it. They also I mean and along those lines, it has to do with society's norms. Mm-hmm. We let women get away. With touching kids. And we, we go after the guys as hard as we can. Yet if it's a pretty chick with blonde hair, mm-hmm. she's getting probation. And I agree. I do not want to see that young pretty thing in jail. Did you see her video? Yeah. That was hot. Mm-hmm. Who's? The the teacher. That uh that hot teacher. Her and that G string. Mm-hmm. There's a video? Yeah, her dancing in front of a webcam. Alright, people are saying this. Raymond said, Raymond the Turtle, you guys are excellent. The Predators, yeah, dubbed over that was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, there's one more of this cat. Yeah, there's one more. All right, of... if you have, yeah. if you saw this, if you have any reaction to it, remember they said by far Florida's the most fun <laughs> when it comes to this. Florida is where it's at when you got the Predators. Theme parks and Predators. Uh, sexual Predators. Yes. Have you ever met any young girls online? First time. Yeah, this is the first time, which will never happen again. I can tell you that. The nearly naked man starts laughing. 
So it's funny. No, this is, I'm just thinking it to myself. <laughs> it this will never happen again. This is not something, no. It's not right. So you're promising me right now that you'll never... I'm promising myself that I'm not... Hook up with a 14-year-old girl online, tell her to have sex with a cat, and walk into her house naked. Not, not even under 19. <laughs> I'm just... It's, no. I'm promising that to myself, not even to you, just to... This is not good. Well, there's something else you need to know. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens online. I see. Now, if there's anything else you'd like to say about this predicament you're now in, we'd love to hear it. Just, trust me, it'll never happen again. And if there's nothing else you have to say, then you're free to walk out that door where you stripped naked and walked in. You can keep the towel. I'll just leave it in the laundry room. That's fine. So he's like, no, it's all right. I'll just leave it for you. And I love how they trick him into you're free to go. And then right, you're when, free to go out the door. Yeah. After which you will be busted immediately. Now uh, I heard a little. Another monsters talked a little bit about this this morning. What, did they say the police were dressed up as trees? This yes. Time? Uh, you know, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot about it. What? There, there was this one point. Where they they had one cop hiding in the trees. It's now not a news show anymore. It's an entertainment like trying to scare these guys. So there's this guy that has the was he throwing apples at him like, like a tree outfit on like it's Wizard of Oz. And all of a sudden the guys are walking out and this brush starts attacking him <laughs> and, and tackles him. He tackles him in the tree costume. Yes. <laughs> was this a school play? I, f- I completely forgot about that. That's ridiculous. I love it, though. There was no need for it because it was, like, nighttime. And the, co- the cops had him cornered from everywhere. This was just an added thing of, hey, let's have a little fun. I- let's dress someone up as a tree. I wish someone would, uh, would like, catch on to them beforehand and kind of play the bit back to them, like, come there dressed as, like, a shark or some kind of predator, you know, or, or a tiger or something and just sit there. <laughs> Right. Like a nice little shark costume while the guy's berating him. I bet I bet you, it wouldn't surprise me if you saw that later on. Like, if he goes, hi, what were you doing in here? Chris Henson, that is. And the guy goes, dude, I knew I'd get busted. I just want to get on TV, man. I was hoping one of them would start yelling, hide out what? Hide out what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, any of you guys out there, if you do get busted for this, name drop. The other, thing, show. The other thing I wanted, too, was... I'm just waiting for one guy to say, hey, look, this is the way they used to do it in the biblical times. Why are you giving me so much crap? I'm sure they've gotten that uh, response before. Maybe not on the show, but I'm sure some kind of undercover cop has gotten that. How come this is happening over in door four? You're not going and getting them. Yet here, you're attacking me. I'm trying to have some fun in uh, Fort Myers on a nice Saturday night. I guess they got a total of... Like 10 the first day, 11 the second day, like 12 the third day. It was like a three-day thing. And they had it set up, too, like a, by appointment. So they go, oh, our 1 o'clock's here. And then, you know, then the guy shows up. Jesus. And it was just a constant just a, parade. Uh, yeah, just a flow of predators walking in. In fact, at one point, I mean, there were guys who were driving three, four hours, getting there at 4 o'clock in the morning. Ready to do their thing. How much would it suck to be like the intern for that show? You got to bake the cookies and like hold the towel where the dude's duking is rubbing up. <laughs> I'd be heads. so worth it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd just love to, a job like just that. Just to see the raw footage because I'm sure there's a lot more that I'll, they have to get cut. 
I think they should release all this like on a DVD. Yeah. They'd make a lot of money. I would watch it every night. Dead Mike in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, dope? I don't understand why these guys didn't just unload the guy. But not one of them jumped across the table, popped him in the nose, or tried to run. Most of them think that he is actually a cop. Or a father. Yeah. Even a cop or a father, I'm still coming across the table. <laughs> why? You're the one there for kid touching, man. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so you're already sunk. Why not go out with a fight? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I mean, I, I suppose. I just don't understand why they talk. Why not put assault and battery on top of that pedophilia charge? You think this guy's really going to beat anyone up? Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen this kid, dude. He had, yeah. like, the blonde Caesar haircut. <laughs> Was his name Wilty or something? Wilt? He's, He's the guy. I don't have a last name. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Stamper. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> All right, Dubs, there it is. Mushroom. Yeah. There it is, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. uh, to catch a predator. What do you I wanna... love it. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Right, let's take a break, come back. What do you want to do next? Is Matt at the secret location? Do we know? Can we get a hold of him or Soft and see if we can set up? What's bit? going on? Yeah. Right, We're doing Las Vegas. Las Vegas giving away that trip to Las Vegas from the Birdie Mac show on 65. We'll give you the details next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night with the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Jason, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jason? Hey, yeah, on this uh, Cats of Predator thing. Mm-hmm. And first off, Hefe, uh, J-Dub, you guys are the best thing on radio in the evening hours. Oh, thank you. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it. but um, don't you think it's too easy that they're going after, uh, you know, older men looking for children on the Internet? I mean, it's like, you know, a guy is online and he's looking for a woman. He might not even be looking for a kid, but then there's, you know, this girl who says that she's underage and she's talking all hot and everything, and she starts, you know, throwing herself at him. It's like putting candy in front of a baby. I mean, let's face it. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, it's a dangerous line of thinking when you uh, start saying that uh, just because it's offered to you, you should grab it and take it. Why not? Because you know the laws, you know the rules set forth. Thanks, Jason. And you close that window, you say, no, not interested. I'll find someone uh, of age or my own age and go for that. Just because someone offers uh, to hand you a, uh, you know, uh, cocaine doesn't mean you need to take it. It may, you know, you may know it's fun, but it doesn't mean it's right. Now, uh, one of the best ones was a young gay guy about 22 years old, mm-hmm. and he owned a dog grooming business. <laughs> and he was there for what he thought was a 13-year-old boy. Oh. Right. Did he have the lisp? He was pretty... Uh, Flamboyant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Matt Hello? Albert. Hello? Hey, are you at the secret location? Yeah, sorry it took us so long. We stopped at Chick-fil-A. Ah, uh, great. Uh, so you must have been the old woman screaming about the pickles. Uh, I, <laughs> Not enough I, of them. All right, here's what's going on. We have the trip to Las Vegas to give away, J-Dubs. Tonight we are playing Las Vegas. Um, here's what we're going to do. Matt Albert is quote-unquote lost. Mm-hmm. You need to find him. All righty? Here is Matt. Do you have the first clue to give out? Hello? Yes. Yeah. Do you have your first right. clue? The sweet smell of pine. The sweet smell of pine is your first clue. All right. We'll check in with you in just about another 10 minutes or so and get the next clue. But Matt Albert says the first clue is 
you can get the sweet smell of pine. All right, thank you, Matthew. We'll check in with you, buddy. This is all to give you uh, registration into the trip to Las Vegas from the Bernie Mac Show. The first person to find Matt Albert uh, will get the Bernie Mac Show prize pack, including the martini set, the poker set, and more, and that qualification, like we said, for the trip to Las Vegas, all-inclusive trip, the airfare, hotel accommodations at the New York, New York. A little cash. And a little cash. So the first clue is you get the sweet smell of pine. Pine. All righty. Uh, we want to come back with the Chunks Batman Diary? Yeah, actually, it's kind of relevant to um, what we've been talking about for the first hour. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we'll take a break, come back, a big admission from Chunks, and then we'll get the next clue from Matt Albert. Not an admission, man. It's just find out. Whatever. Next in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Time for the Chunks Batman Diary. Here on Real Radio with Thursday night. Chunks? Yeah. Bring it. Alright. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Yeah. Just to remind everyone, um, these are stories from my past. Mm-hmm. I was actually talking to Bean earlier on and was talking about this and went back in the archives and found this story. Dated July 23rd in the year 2000. Summertime is the best. Three months off from school and there's nothing but drinking and parties. Today was a particularly fun day for A particularly? Me. I'm trying to be, uh... Yes, you know, go ahead. Yeah. I got to go to a restaurant party with nothing but hot chicks at it. There was one girl in particular that I had my eye on. Party got started early. There was plenty of drugs and alcohol to go around. I ran into Kelly, my uh, target for the night, at the start of the party. Oh, a <laughs> raper? What the hell? Kelly was a slender. Kelly was a slender surfer. I don't like that uh, face he made up. He said, "Right." <laughs> no kidding. It was a grimace with a great rack and a tight butt. <laughs> <laughs> she did, man. You know how the surfer chicks are. Yeah. She took an e pill. Went into the bathroom and hotboxed it. With oh, an e-pill. ecstasy! And you don't want to know what hotboxed it means. I right, type it to me because I'm lost. Uh, you know what ecstasy is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just gonna wait for that. But uh, nonetheless, um, I'm not gonna get too much into detail. That's fine. Whatever. About that. Um, I think you've given too much detail already. I wish it was over. <laughs> I decided to meander around the room. Had a few drinks. Socialized with the rest of the partiers. And around one in the morning, I found myself sitting next to Kelly. She was feeling very touchy due to the ecstasy. Oh, oh, oh. Did you get that? Yeah. Oh, man, that's awful. That's <laughs> disgusting. You know, Big Al? <laughs> she didn't call you Big Al. That's I'm how like... I went back then. That's what I went by at work. Oh. My, my old name tag said Big Al. Because you're 400 pounds? No, man, I, I used to be big. Um, my ex-boyfriend, such an ass. He just doesn't understand me. I don't know what's wrong with me. He Maybe you all... just hotboxed a pill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was quite efficient at speaking words of wisdom, so I decided to help cheer, cheer up a little bit. A little poetic prose. Hmm? Huh? Sweetheart, I said to her, at this point in in your life, 
You are like a stray puppy that can't find its way back home. Yeah, that was poetic. She smiled at me with a glazed look in her eye. <laughs> in a ringer kind of way. Here, I said, sit back. Let me relax you a little bit. Hold on. People now want to know what hotboxing means. <laughs> I can't. All right, I'll try to describe it. It's taking the pill, but not orally and not as a suppository. Only females can do it. Exactly. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I guess a dude. No, never mind. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, here, I said, sit back. Let me relax you a little bit. I started to casually rub her shoulders. They were soft as the season's first snowfall. What the hell does that mean? I hate you and your stupid metaphors. That's all right, man. You know, I said to her, you are a diamond in the rough, tossed about in the sea of self-defeat. <laughs> what? You're a salad in the rough, tossed around. <laughs> Kelly looked as if she was about to fall asleep. Now was my chance. Why, were you reading this back to her? <laughs> I, decided I think my temperature's coming back. I decided, yeah. to continue, I decided to continue with my words of wisdom. You will be a phoenix, rising again through the ashes of a broken heart. I hate you. Speaking of rising again, I said... <laughs> Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> that, that's, that's true. At this point, she was practically to- comatose. I no. I don't know if it was the beer, or if it was the atmosphere of the party... But I looked around coolly and then slowly moved my hands no. up the front of her shirt. <laughs> Hold it. So you committed a sexual felony. No, not at all, man. She said yes to the massage. After she's passed out, though, you're diddling her. I don't know. Her eyes was kind of open a little bit. I don't uh, understand it that way, man. That- Come on, man. It's beer. Like, you wouldn't have done that. No. No. I have self-control. When you see a girl passed out, you don't go rubbing her. All right. Where'd you feel? Yeah, her nipples. (laughs) It's so wrong. Why is it wrong? All right, just read. All right. Uh, Maybe she was passed out and couldn't give consent. Her hands in front of her shirt. (laughs) Brushing up against her nipples lightly. They felt divine. In fact, they felt so good. Oh, you are a dirtbag. That I decided to keep massaging them. She was completely knocked out. <laughs> and I realized tonight was probably not going to be my night. I was squashed. I sighed in my usual self-defeat, and I was about to stand up. But I noticed that the lace... At the top of Kelly's shorts were slightly loose. No. Don't you even dare. <laughs> no. Don't you even dare. <laughs> no freaking way, you animal. I was hammered. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> no. What? Yeah. You're, you're, you know what you're admitting I to right now? I untied the top of her shorts. No, do you, wait, hold on. Do what? You, do you understand what you're admitting to right now? I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. And she's let me finish. A, a pa- <laughs> that's what I'm, that's not what I'm worried about. What? You finished. There's nothing wrong. It's not like anyone's ever done this. What did I do wrong? You guys never felt breasts before? No, I just felt nipples. I always had consent. Look, I'm feeling mine right now. No I'm big sh- deal. What? Consent? Her eyes were kind of open. 
just can I finish this, please? There's nothing wrong. I'll finish it, and you'll see what happens, and there won't be anything wrong. Okay. Right? Is that you reading from the story? <laughs> Yellow matter. All right. Just let me finish. <laughs> the lace. Let me do it. The top of Kelly's shorts were slightly loose. Mm-hmm. I untied the top of her shorts, <laughs> slowly lifted them away from her waist a little bit, just enough to get a good so peek. Creepy. Oh. oh wow! Yeah. I said to myself. Smooth as a baby's butt. That's the Wait, end of that what? one. Read that last line again. Oh, wow, I said to myself. Smooth as a baby's butt. You're talking about that and comparing it to a baby's butt? <laughs> oh you know God. how wrong that is? What? Dude, I didn't is do that, anything. Is that the end of it? Yeah. Well, what happened next? I left. I caught up and left, man. I walked around the rest of the party. She was passed out. I'm not an animal. It's not like I'm going to take advantage of her. You already you did. did. No. no, you don't understand. I didn't, you know, do that thing. You don't have all right, to I'm go this all the way. From Jack. Chunks is a monster. I cannot believe what What I'm did hearing. I do wrong? You guys want to Sexual done that? molestation. How do you figure? How exactly was that sexual molestation? She was passed out. No. No way. What year was the that? drugs? What year was that? Um, year 2000. <laughs> You Is the statute of limitations up? Years. I'm sorry, yeah. I meant to say 1999. <laughs> I misread that. There's nothing wrong anyways. What's wrong with that a little bit? Man, I'm a human. You don't understand the body on this chick, man. Tall I don't care. care. Okay, again, dude, can we nipples. go back and play the uh, To Catch a Predator? No, 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 no. Yeah. We, she was of age, dude. All right? No. You guys are the, taking this way out of context. But the way that you can't control yourself, just like they couldn't control themselves because someone was offering it to them. You are skewed. Copy that. Oh, not this guy. This guy. Here comes another man who's seen our previous broadcasts. He's in the laundry room. He's in the kitchen coming towards the living room. This His is what you sound is like. Dallas Lee. It takes him less than seven minutes to ask the boy if he wants oral s***. No. The decoy says, okay, yeah. cool. And a few hours later, he's walking oh, yeah. into our living room. Yeah. I'm finishing it right. Hang out the table for a second, okay? Yeah. So you're pumped too, huh? Yeah. So what were you so uh, pumped for? <laughs> I don't know, too much. But you have a seat right on the uh, stool there. What you doing here? He invited me over. Who is he? Uh, Tony. Tony. Yeah. And how old is Tony? Mm, 14. You are what the same person here. You are. No. With this 14-year-old boy. Listen. I mean, we talked about sex and stuff like that. And then you sure did. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. i got two kids of my own. We can hang out and stuff. And how old are your kids? My son is 19 and my daughter is 15. That is you. So your daughter... It's nothing like that at all. First off, was a chick. Oh, I have a, I have a clip from the Dateline... Uh, thing as well. Mm. I get, get involved with a kid. No. No, you guys are skewing this way out of proportion. You guys are smearing my good name. Honestly, I did nothing wrong. You did that yourself with reading that story. I don't understand what exactly was the problem the, with that. The girl's eyes were not even half open. So what? And she wasn't saying a word. She was drugged out, out of her mind. Well, it does. she was smiling and giggling because a little she bit. she was on ecstasy. I think. That's the only thing you can do. She's conscious, right? So there's nothing wrong, man. She let me rub her shoulders, right? Th that doesn't mean you can rub her breasts. Why? They're I so got close. Uh, Smokey Joe says Trunks is a rapist. No. Yes. No. No. Not I at all. I didn't do get... that thing. I, I just looked no, no, at no, the no, temple. No. I did not, you know, pray you... to it. I didn't pray to it. I just glanced at it. 
So do you like looking at babies' butts? No, man. You know, it's just that that was a creepy, odd last sentence. Yeah. I, 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 you know that last sentence is probably. uh, There's really you guys are. Can we report him? I'm sure. Yeah. I I didn't do anything wrong, man. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Again, we're looking for Matt Albert, Lost Vegas. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Matt is hiding somewhere in Central Florida. The first clue is the sweet smell of pine. We'll take a break, come back, get an update on that. A lot with a lot more, along with a lot more. Chunks the rapist and the rest of us here in the hideout. Yeah. On Real Radio one zero four point one. Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio one zero four point one. Dubs, apparently it only took one clue. Really? Yes. Las Vegas, wrapped up, Matt. Hey, how you doing? All right, so has someone already found you? Yeah, someone already found me. All right. From the one hint, the sweet smell of pine. All right, here we're going to be the other hints. Beware of the Red Bull and Olay. Uh, Who found you, Matt Albert? Uh, The guy that always finds me in his psycho Chevy Blazer, EJ. (laughs) EJ from the U found you at the Matador? He did another power slide right in front of me when he found me. Now, right in the middle of the street. All right, let me talk to EJ. EJ, EJ, come here. Now, this means EJ has won the Bernie Mac prize pack, including the martini set and the uh, poker set, and is qualified for that trip to Vegas. EJ. What's going on? Do you have your OnStar set at Black Man? No kidding. How did you figure out from the one hint the sweet smell of, of pine? Well, he should have known not to uh, stay by my work. He met me uh, when you guys were at the St. Patty's Day thing. They saw me where I worked. I work right on Pine and Orange. Oh, God. Oh, wow. So, you... so I knew as soon as you said sweet smell of pine, I was already on I-4. So I was like, all I got to do is go downtown and hit Pine Street. All right, so you got Pine Street immediately, though. Oh, yeah. And then I guess what was the next clue going to be? Under the bull's horns or something like that underneath by the Matador? Uh, Red Bull. Uh, Beware of the Red Bull. And then uh, yeah. Olay. So, yeah, yeah. that would have been really easy. Oh, wow. All right. Well, congratulations, bro. You're qualified for the trip to Vegas. Oh, I'm winning it. Don't worry about that. All right. Matt and uh, Soft, tell them to get back to the studio, all right? Okay. I'll and come I'll, head back. I'll put, I'll put you on hold so C-Link can get your info. Okay. Oh, wow. That EJ has a knack for winning. He's a winner, dude. He went to the U. And national championship. Sitting the bench behind Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> but whatever. Hey, I mean, if you're going to sit the bench, it might as well be uh, behind someone as good as Jeremy Shockey. Hey, have we gotten any update on how the Chick-fil-A thing is going, the 76 cents? Um, I haven't gotten any update on how long the line is since uh, about 5.30 when I drove by. It was about half hour, 45 minutes. All right, let me tell you something real fast because I'm about to take off, dude. Okay. I'm about to go ahead and bolt here since I'm feeling awful. Well, one of the things I did want to talk about, a little disappointing, the reviews for the Da Vinci Code are out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, I think 17% uh, of approval. Yeah, it's, Don't listen to them. Go see the movie repeatedly. If you didn't like it the first eight times, the ninth will be the charm. Yeah, it's getting out. Uh, that's the one that Tommy chose for our uh, bet this, uh, this summer. Which, up until this week, looked like a strong bet. But it is getting horrid reviews. I'm actually not sick. I'm just going to go home and finish reading the book so that I can watch the movie tomorrow afternoon. Here's the problem with The Da Vinci Code. It was such a popular book, you have to just nail it for anybody to be happy. 
Right. Now, uh, it's really getting just lambasted or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. ripped apart. But, Dubs, I figured this would be a good time to do a uh, Da Vinci Code version of Hideout. Go! So here's my first one for you, Dubs. All right. Uh, this is a little bit concerning movies, really. Okay. Best action movie. Go! This one for me? Yeah. Die Hard. Of all time. Of all time. Die Hard is the prototypical great action movie. You know, now that I think about it, I don't know if I could really argue with Die Hard. Die Hard is a very, very good movie. What about you? Yeah, well, I play by the rules, and I guess you have to get the first thing that pops in your head. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the first thing that popped in my head, you said action movie. I, I, last Action Hero. Damn you. I that's, love Last Action Hero. I, never, I, I don't think it's an action movie. I think it's a spoof comedy. It's, just, it's the way the game goes, though. That's the first thing that popped into my head. You want to know what popped into my head? What? Because you sons of bitches have indoctrinated me. Conair. Conair, Con actually, <laughs> it follows all the action movie rules. I hear Nick's going to give us a quick update. He's a Chick-fil-A employee. What's up, Nick? Not much. How's it going, guys? All right, dope. Yeah, um, I've been there since, you know, I guess 12 o'clock this morning. I probably sold about 500 sandwiches just myself. Jesus. Um, yeah. Now, how long was the line at your place? It was about a 45-minute wait when it was its busiest. Which one? Uh, which one? Uh, I work at the Altamont Mall. Oh, you know what? I heard of that. That one was insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, actually, it wasn't too bad. We had the other stores in Central Florida calling us because they ran out of chicken and buns. Yeah, because uh, there's no drive-through there, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Hey, thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, my pleasure. You guys have a nice night. You too, bro. No, uh, no. I just want to ask them if they got commissions or anything. I mean, uh, of course they got to work extra. I mean, what? All right, let's go to Steve. Steve has one for hideout. Go. What was your uh, say on that, Steve? Independence Day. Oh, for best action movie? That's sure. a very good uh, sci-fi action, definitely. I, let me ask you, what would you rather go with, Independence Day or Die Hard? Die Hard. I watched Independence Day, like, I think a month ago. Oof. And I watched uh, Die Hard, actually, probably about three weeks ago, and it still is good. It holds up? Yeah, definitely. All right, I got one for you. Alrighty. Uh, best sequel. Go! Ring 2. I don't know. It was on when I left. <laughs> it was on when I left. Mine's T2. Terminator 2. Damn it. Godfather 2. Ring 2. Stupid <laughs> pressure of going first. Now that I think about it... Tommy, you got one? My mind has gone blank. <laughs> Nothing popping in there at all? The Ring 2. <laughs> How about, like, Aliens? Aliens 2. Oh, no, first one's Alien. Boy, Alien, and then Aliens... Then Alien 3, isn't it? There were a couple of really good sequels, and I can't, for the life of me, I can't think of them. Major League 2 sucked mm -hmm. Scream because, because they were going to say because it, it was PG. Yeah. They put no cursing in it, so it obviously blew. Um, let me think of some other good. Huh, does Shanghai Knights count? Yeah. That's a, that's a, uh, action. I mean, that's a, that's a, uh, sequel. Scary no. movie, too. All right, let me see. Deuce here. Bigelow, European Gigolo. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Son of the mask. Uh, Dumb and dumber. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 Damn it, best sequel. I'm really lost on what a best sequel could be. Lost World? That that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that one did pretty well. Mm -hmm. I still think Terminator 2 is the best I sequel. I got one. Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Yeah. What's that? 
And actually, <laughs> I think Return of the Jedi was probably the best of those first three. The third one? Yeah, I loved Return. Return of the Jedi was my favorite. Even though I hated the Ewoks. The Ewoks really killed it. I loved everything else around it, though. Oh, yeah, you got to see uh, that chick in the bikini being a slave. With, the, uh, with Jabba? Yes. All right, Tommy, I've got one for you. Okay. Worst movie you've watched all the way through. Go! The Crow 2, City of Angels. Seriously, that is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And worst sequel for you, I'm guessing. Yes. It was. I, I went into that movie with high expectations, and it just sucked the life out of me. And just even seeing it on cable, I have to turn it on just to see how bad it is. It's oh. like watching public access TV. I just have to watch it. All right, hold on a second. Chris has a good one. Chris, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, man. Love the show. Thank you, buddy. Awesome. Thanks. Um, best best action or trilogy or, or sequel, I'd have to go either with the Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Indiana mm. Jones could have fit in there mm. very easily on any of those. Hey, good call on that one, Chris. Thank you, buddy. Uh, no problem, bud. I got one that goes... I forgot old. about Indiana Jones. We were just talking about that one the other day, too. Mm-hmm. I got one that will go with the, uh, the series and everything. How about worst movie series? Go! More than two movies. Friday the 13th. Really? I love Friday the 13th. But overall, as a whole, they suck. No, Jason X is the only one that's bad. Mm. You don't like Jason Takes Manhattan, where he punches that, the boxer's head off? That or any of the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> Mighty Ducks might fall into the worst. Uh, the first one, great. The rest of them suck. Matt, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, buddy. Um, I thought of a new sequel that's come out recently that was really good was Saw 2. Yeah, very good point. That was a very good movie, infinitely better than the first one. Nice yeah, call on that surprising. one, dude. All right, thank you, bud. Yep. All right, Waterboy brings up a good one. We're talking trilogies. Lord of the Rings. Lord yeah, of the yeah. Rings was very... Did you ever watch them, Dubs? I watched uh, the last two. I never got to see the original one. I thought those were really good movies. I can't think of a worse series for me, but I know what Tommy would say. I have I have one for Tommy. What? The Matrix. All right, that's another great trilogy. <laughs> but Tommy would say, am I wrong, Tommy? Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Well, I, you just didn't get it. Carrie, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Carrie? Thanks, Drew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that hey. mean? Now, uh, the Lethal Weapon series. Uh, Lethal Weapon, Dubs, as far as movies go. Uh, is that what, what are you throwing that in as? As the best sequel. All right, Lethal Weapon 2, what do you think, Dubs? It, they weren't bad. I wouldn't put them up there as the best, though. The best series of all time, Lethal Weapons? Nah. It started getting really bad when it was like 4 and 5. Or if they, I don't even know if they had a 5. I got one that, that got really drawn out. I have to go with the Star Trek series. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, because they had, what, 8 of them? And, like, like, there are some gems in there, but overall it's a bad series. Uh, going back, didn't we go to the worst movie you ever sat through? Mm-hmm. For me, it was The Pest, Ew. starring John Leguizamo. Mine was The Stupids with Tom Arnold. Uh, I literally left The Pest ill. I kind of like The Pest. You kind would. Of, it's kind racist. Of, kind of a comedy version, version of uh, Surviving the Game. Yeah, it, exactly. It sounds awful. <laughs> that pitch makes it sound awful. Jim, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, guys. Uh, what about the Road Warrior as best sequel? It's a huge hit in the United States, far surpassed uh, Mad Max. It went, yeah. went much better than uh, Beyond the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Dubs, you like that as a... I like that as a sequel. 
<sighs> I guess Saw 3 is coming out. Are yeah, I can see that coming. All right, let me see here. I got one. Oh, right, go ahead. All right, Chunks. Best movie starring an animal. Go! Oh, man. C-Spot Run. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm saying Cujo. I'm saying MVP. Damn it. What's MVP? Most valuable primate. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Thursday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, people want to play Hideout Go, Dubs. It's really with the worst movies that they've ever uh, sat through. We'll start it off with Tina. What do you got, Tina? Uh, the absolute worst movie I have ever sat through in my life was The Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> Is that the one with Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, and you'd think with the cast that's in it, it would be a good movie because it's, it's everybody in it is a is a really big star. But oh my God, that is the worst movie ever. That's really defining the dark time for Eddie Murphy, right there. You know what his problem was? It was a great movie, but I think it ruined him. What Boomerang? Really, you think I, so? I love Boomerang. It's one of my favorite movies. It's Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, and David Allen Greer, Halle Berry, Robin Givens. Uh, John Witherspoon. It's a really, really good, funny, like romantic comedy. But I think after that, Eddie, it kind of mainstreamed Eddie Murphy a like real, like legit mainstream, not comedian, but he was suave and dapper. Mm. And I think he just wanted to keep doing that kind of stuff after Boomerang. And I think as good as that movie was, it ruined him. Um, let's go to uh, Steve in Longwood. What's up, Steve? Hey, buddy. You ever seen Chairman of the Board? Yes, I lo- and I actually kind of like it. I actually, I loved it when I saw it. I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, I apologize. I felt bad for liking it, if that makes it any better. You didn't dig it, Steve? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe we're just weird and demented. That's all right, though. Because you, you fall in with the rest of everybody else, apparently. Yeah, because no one likes that movie, Dubs except for, oddly enough, me and you. Yeah, Dubs and I are in that 5%. In fact, let me tell you when I watched that movie. I was working overnights at one point at a, at a television station mm-hmm. doing Master Control. And we would play, like when it got to real, real late night, mm-hmm. it was weekend overnights. We would play the, um, you know, like infomercials and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would always go rent movies to watch and play them on one screen, just one button away from clicking it over. That's what I was going to say. How close is that to uh, going on the air? So, Oh, I'll, one button, and everybody's watching Chairman of the Board along with me. <laughs> but that's when I watch it for the first time, and I'm like, this is really funny. I really like the movie. So I know he's a local guy, Carrot Top is, and um, I just actually liked his movie, believe it or not. Uh, ben in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, great show, guys. Thank you, dude. Um, how about, I saw this when I was younger, and it totally terrified me. And to this day, I still think it's one of the worst movies ever, The Crying Game. All right, here's the thing. I've never seen The Crying Game because I feel You're like... You're not missing anything. Yeah, because I feel like it's been ruined to me because I know the ending already. I, 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 I've actually heard from a lot of people that it's good. Yeah. But I think you were probably just freaked out by the penis, huh? I think so. Maybe I was a little too young, but uh, it still freaks me out to this day. So. All right. Th- hey, great th- job, guys. Thanks, dude. Because here's what it is, probably with Ben, and a lot of the people who hated that movie. I guess the quote-unquote chick is really hot. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm sure during that whole movie, you're just thinking about how you'd love to tear it up. And then you find out you want to tear up a dude. 
And then you're even thinking to yourself, well, I'd, uh, I'd let her use her mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's not gay. It's not, bro. As long as in your mind it's a chick, it's not gay. Less the big hands in the hideout. What's up, big hands? What's up, baby? Worst movie ever. Speed 2, though. All right. Speed 2? <laughs> what, what's that one? Cruise Control? Yeah. Where it's man, on I the boat? My, I want to cruise my face right into a brick wall. <laughs> Thank you, big I hands. Couldn't, I Peace knew. Out, I knew that was going to be an abortion from the first time I saw the trailer. What if that... Even the first one. You... When it came out, it was considered a very good action movie. Now no one goes back to it. All right, real fast, and then Tim is going to have one. He wants to give one to us, Dubs. We'll go with Junior downtown, though. What's up, Junior? Yeah, I want to say uh, Wolf Creek is probably the worst movie that I ever sat in a movie theater. What's what's Wolf Creek? That's one of the, I guess it was supposed to be a horror movie kind of based on real events that happened in like in Australia or something, right, Junior? Yeah, they just built it up really like it was supposed to be the best movie ever. Yeah, and I heard, I was excited to go see it, and then that night, like on Friday, I talked about it toward the end of the night, someone just came out of the movie theater pissed. Hating it, so I never I went to go see it. I was the one who lobbied for all of us to go, and one of my friends rubbed a ticket on his gooch and threw it at me during the movie. <laughs> you, you got some good friends. I want you guys hanging out with us. Thank you, yeah. Junior. All right, Tim in West Palm has one. Tim, who do you want to do hideout go! to? Who do you want to point this one at? Uh, this is for uh, J-Dubs, I guess. Okay. Um, what's, the, what's the worst movie with the best music? Go! I, got, I, got, I got the Wild Wild West. <laughs> Dubs worst, worst movie. movie with the best soundtrack. Wayne's World Two. You know what? You're right. I think Wayne's World Two. I hate that movie, but, but Wayne as... Stock and the the bands and everything that came along with it. The oh no, wait, hold on. Strange Land. Strange Land had a great soundtrack, but the movie sucked. Which I, one? I like both those movies. That's D. Snyder. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank the, you, guys. Good night. The D. Snyder movie, Strange Line, that he directed. And starred in. And starred in, yes. He was Captain Howdy. Which one's Strange Days? Juliette <laughs> Lewis and Ralph Fiennes, what or whatever is, his name is. What, oh. what one's that about? The virtual reality where you have, like, a... I don't know. Did you have something planted or, or what? But there was... You could, like, play back other people's experiences, and it was, like, the real experience. What was oh, kind, yeah. What was kind of the pothead movie? Uh, it was called Strange Something. I can't remember what it was. Um, there, God, it was right around the same time that I believe Days and Confused came out. I don't. I but it was kind of a comedy and everything, and they're. Uh, I know they're talking knows about it. BTO. Yes. Uh, I have that movie Stone. The Stone yes, Age. The, the Stone Age. Yes. I Terrible that movie. It was great. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got one for Tommy Bateman. Best actor. Go. Um. Uh. Why am I drawing? Oh, Christian Bale. Hmm. Dubs? Um, I would have to say Jeff Goldblum. See, he agrees. Christian Bale. Now we start bitten? <laughs> I actually wanted to know who you guys thought were the best actors. No, yeah. he is a great actor. Jeff Goldblum, yes. Uh, what? I would, I would have to say, honestly, best actor. Someone I always look forward to seeing in a movie. Hmm. I have another one. All right, let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Okay. An actor, you will go to every single one of their movies regardless. Mm. Actor or actress. Go! Join Angel. <laughs> yeah, that one's a good one. Actually, you know who I really C-Line. like? Uh, sorry, go ahead, C-Line, first. I haven't seen a Tom Hanks movie recently that I didn't like. Until tomorrow, yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently. You better go see that three times. Yes, ba- uh, Bats. Um, 
John Cho, the guy from Harold and Kumar, the Asian guy. Everything I've seen him in, I've loved him in. Did you see the, um, what's the one where it's him and the uh, the other Asian guys? Uh, better, sure. better luck, better luck tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, I recommended that movie to you. Oh, okay. Well, then I loved it. Yeah, thank he you. He was great in that, and he was also he was on a short-lived TV series that was really good too, called Off Center. <laughs> By the way, uh, I'm watching you now. I'm way into ER, mm-hmm. and Kumar is one of the doctors, or he was like, he wasn't one of the like main people, but he's there for one scene, sewing up somebody. Do you think that was kind of uh... when he first broke in? And there have been so many famous people who have gone through there, mm-hmm. either as patients or as guest doctors or something. I mean, it's really remarkable. For me, I never miss a movie the guy's in. Denzel Washington. Denzel is always in good movies. I always love Denzel Washington. And you know what? Now that I think about it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, even though, even if I know it's going to suck, like, I, he's the man, I'll still watch it because it's Samuel L. Jackson. All right, Waterboy says Tim Allen. He's a son of a bitch. Tim Allen is the best. Then you go home and enjoy the Santa Claus bastard. <laughs> the Santa Claus was good, dude. Have you watched the sequels to it? No. They should not let him make any more Christmas movies. Yeah. But I say, uh, along those lines, a good topic would be... Galaxy Quest. What actor did you used to feel like that about, and then has since let you down? Um, no! Well, I have a director, um, Clerks... Uh, Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith. Clerks 2 is supposed to be good. Yeah, but the, like, there's been a drought there. Even uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, I thought, sucked. Oh, I, I, said, didn't think, I didn't think that sucked It was recycled jokes. Actually, way. it's so funny. Dub said it. He was one of mine. Um, it has to be Samuel Jackson. Really? I always loved Samuel's stuff until he did that awful movie with Gina Davis. He did some, like, long kiss goodnight or some crap mm-hmm. like that. It was horrific. Who, who, I miss it, who are you talking about? Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Like, um, yeah, an actor yeah. who's let you down now. The, oh, yeah, the long kiss goodnight with, uh, yeah, that was, was terrible. Uh, Jeff in Orlando. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up? Go ahead, dude. Hey, um... Uh... Edward Norton, every movie he's in is awesome. You know, Ooh. Edward Norton, you're right. Yeah, he is good. It's hot, too. Yeah, I mean... Shut up, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> you are sick. I'm sorry, yeah. man, just like all this truth is flowing out of me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Dubs... I don't want to see what flies out of you next. I don't know which, which way Dubs goes on this actor now, whether he still loves everything he does or if he's starting to become um, saddened by his work, but Larry the Cable Guy. I hated him. Since the moment I saw him. I, you're just, I don't know what's with you two. It's like a lover's quarrel. Yeah, uh, sea line Jack Black has let me down. Yeah. Did anybody see Envy? The, yes, I've seen yeah, Envy. The movie about the poo spray that mm-hmm. makes, it, right. makes it go away. Horrible. Yeah, it was, it was Nacho atrocious. Libre looks kind of fun, though. Mm-hmm. But I love, I love, I think his best role still to this date. Saving was, Silverman? No, High Fidelity. Ah. Uh, he was so good in High... High Fidelity is one of my favorite movies. But I'm School for... of Rock, you want to shoot your head off during. Yeah, but that that was made for him. It's odd how I like him, but I hate everything he's ever been in. They, you know yeah. why? He's that annoying guy you don't want to be around. They're doing a Tenacious D movie, aren't yes. they? Yes. Pick of Destiny. All right. That t- yeah. Tenacious D, that's 2000 and what? 2001, 2002? But it was funny, and I think they can do... He's funny enough to make it into a good movie. You, so you can't get enough D, huh? Mm-hmm. I love D. It's a hideout, real radio. One of, come on. I, I did the work. All you got to do is pull it. It's a hideout, real radio. 104.1. All right, wrapping it up for me on this Thursday night. How are you enjoying the uh, the O'Reilly schedule? It's good. Yeah. 
This is old school days. Two hours, I'm done. You boys sticking around for the after show? <laughs> sticking around for two more hours. Happy's going home, getting some rest. Yeah, I'm sick, man. <clears throat> Take your temperature again. All right, hold on. I want to see this. I took it earlier. It's down to 98.7. What's that? Fine. What's I know. I feel. I'm, you know what it is though. I'm so drained, and I feel like I'm almost slowing down the show by being here at this point because I'm not into it because I'm just staring. Mm-hmm. That's was essentially what I did. I laid there today and I slept and I cleaned out my TiVo. I'm just watching. Like I probably watched about ten episodes of the uh, Colbert Report today. He's so good, too. Yeah, it's just it's a great show. Over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice, though. Couldn't can, can, uh, muster enough energy up to care. Laughing at the same Greenspan joke. <laughs> it was the one with the eagle. Uh, 99.4, so it's now it's kind of climbing back up. At, you know, this is how much of a baby guys are. Mm-hmm. So I wake up this morning, and immediately, what do I do? I call my mother. <laughs> Mama, I'm sick. <laughs> What can I do for better? And she sounds awful, too. She's got, like, this raspy, sore throat. And so she told me, um, popsicles, Gatorade, and Motrin. Yes. <laughs> Go on the retard diet. To take down my, uh, my temperature. It worked. Mm-hmm. Although they didn't have any real, like, legitimate popsicles. Did you have to get the, uh, ones in, like, the little plastic sleeves? No, as I went to 7-Eleven, so I got push-ups. Nice. Uh Push-ups are always my favorite. The orange sherbet. Yeah. Yeah. Orange sherbet's so good. I started in the freezer. I was like, why does... (laughs) You ass! (laughs) Why do the Flintstones have the, uh, monopoly on, uh, push-ups? I don't even know how that happened. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. C-Line. That's what I was going to ask, the Flintstones thing. Oh, yeah. They also have the monopoly on vitamins, too. The child vitamins, yeah. How come they Those got it for in, children? And like the Jetsons didn't. Mm-hmm. The Jetsons suck. The Jetsons didn't get anything. What? No, I never really liked them. I mean, they could even get an escalator named after them. You probably didn't like them. Partly, one of the reasons I was fascinated with them, the whole high-rise thing. And like my fear of heights. And like, oh my God, I hope in the future that's not the way everything is. Yeah, because everybody's just standing on these little levitating things going across and everything. Well, no, they weren't even levitating. They had like a huge pole. Yeah. That took them all. And that seemed even more Ew. dangerous. Yeah, just like <laughs> one second of uh, from being blown over. Right. Remember when the Flintstones met the Jetsons? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't cross... that the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I hated that little green guy. The Greg Gazoo? <laughs> that was the ones that always change Hello, it. Oh, dum dum. I'd always change it and watch Gomer oh. Pyle. You know? Watch something else. I'm like, I can't sit through this. This I is love, stupid. I love the Greg Gazoo. This is for children. So, only, for some reason, <laughs> only two people who could. Yeah, of course it's for children. It's a cartoon. I, I, only two people who could see him was uh, Barney and, uh, and uh, Fred. Don't you wish that we all had buddies like Barney? Just little retarded dudes that were there to do anything for you. Chunks. Oh, wait, yeah. Never mind. One. Has... <laughs> hey, Fred. <laughs> Big... <laughs> How you doing, Fred? <laughs> Big stupid feet. Right. Yeah, and then you think, too, like back in the day... Like, if that's really how the cars work. What, wasn't Barney's car the cooler of the two? It seemed like he had a sports car, the little piece of wood, all aerodynamic. Yeah, even though he was with um, Betty. Betty was hotter than Wilma. No. Wilma was up there for the top TV moms. Oh. Hey, so who won? Was it the Jetsons or the Flintstones in the movie? There wasn't a winner. What? They weren't fighting. Why not? What was it the wasn't point Alien then? versus Predator. Right. It was just the, the think... culture shock of it all. It started off by, uh, I was it the, the Jetsons went back? 
uh, they did some kind of time portal thing. And then uh, the, uh, the Flintstones got caught in the time portal when they tried to go back to their own time, and hey, hilarity me. ensued. <laughs> That's right, because uh, Fred threw Barney out of the high-rise. Oh, Fred, you threw me down. There's no bug. <laughs> now, let me, uh, let me ask you, why don't we have those? Why don't we have time travel yet? Why are we lacking so much? There, there kind of is. There were so many things we were supposed to have by this point. You can cheat time. I think it'd be illegal, like mm. on Time Cup. Hmm. Get out. I hated Time Cop. That's one of the worst movies I've ever sat through. Time Cop. What's Time Cop? Uh, the, uh, wasn't it Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They made a movie, uh, they made a TV show about Time Cop 2 on Sci-Fi Channel. No. Yes. They it was got, on for like one month. They got everything on the Sci-Fi Channel. So cool. I love uh, making bad movies into TV shows over there. Like Stargate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, SG1. What, what do you got? What do you boys got planned for the last two hours of the show? Last two hours of the show. Uh, oh, I've got some great audio of uh, of uh, Paris Hilton. Actually, it's uh, of a guy she was with, but it, it, it's a billionaire's um, grandson just talking trash with Paris Hilton about uh, Lindsay Lohan, specifically about her cooch, right? Yeah, it's basically all about calling her a fire crotch, and uh, <clears throat> says about Wilmer, the uh, uh, Lohan's ex boyfriend. Is he in a mariachi band? Oh, boy. And I see her, too. Uh, what's her name? Hilton. Yeah, laughing just her ass off. Giggling. Just completely... The guy's name's Brandon Davis. Uh, I guess uh, Davis is... Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, grandson of uh, late billionaire Marvin Davis. Hmm. And uh, he also says in there, I think she's worth about $7 million, which means she's really poor. It's disgusting. She lives in a motel. <laughs> yeah, this guy's an ass. He's just a I, prick. You, you li- a you, drunk prick. You're going to listen to this thing. You're going to hate Paris Hilton even more. It's three minutes of just crap talking. Yeah. All at low hand. Mm-hmm. And also, I've got most cringe audio of... Uh... <laughs> All right, hold on. i got to hear this. Play it for oh, me now. Oh, now, huh? we got a break. No, let me play it now, and then I'm going to get out of here. What is this, real this fast? This is Jodie Foster. Uh, let me see what college this is at. She was uh, <laughs> she was uh, uh, doing a uh, graduation speech over at uh, the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm leaving. I've heard this before. <laughs> I'm leaving. What is she now? What does she do? She quotes Eminem and raps Eminem during her speech to the graduating class of 2006. What is yes. this? The Drew Garabo blog? <laughs> oh. Actually, the same song. Stop it. I gotta go. I gotta go. It keeps on going. I'll play it later. I'll finish it up later. Oddly enough, I'd rather listen to that than Drew. Uh, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout. Bing Bong! Hey! Treehouse what? Whoa! The time time is 9.02 p.m. Bing Bong! 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe went home sick for the rest of the night, so it is J-Dubs, Matt Albert, Soft hanging out with us, Chunks, Tommy Bateman, and C-Lane. Yes, I think yes. Jack Napier is running around here getting water. <laughs> doing, a guy, doing a job he's good at. You had to do but something with him. We're going to stick with the uh, Jody Foster audio. Uh, something that I kept on playing over and over earlier today with uh, Chunks over at my place. And just each time, 
you listen to it, it gets more and more cringeworthy where you just want to cover your ears up while it's going on. I've tried to listen to it, but I haven't gotten past the part that you already played. The funny thing about it is it's only 38 seconds long, and it is the most difficult 38 seconds to get through without turning it off. And there's nothing really wrong with it except for some old white lady trying to rap Eminem. And uh, there's some stuff that just older white people shouldn't do, yeah. and rapping is one of them. All right, let's uh, try to make it through this. Mm. Do we have to? I-, I want everybody to yell out when they're t- done, when they just can't take it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm out. <laughs> All right, go. If you own it, you better never let it go. One shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a Done. <laughs> I'm hanging Wait. myself. Hold on. She is the parent that buys booze for the kids. Just trying to be cool, holding on to any piece of youth that she can. That's not true. My mom never rapped. <laughs> she would if she thought it would win you over. I guarantee she would. Just like she thinks the Coronas are going to. Wanting to play, her, you know, her kind of music when she was young. Mm-hmm. It's like this was cool when I was young. You should listen to this. I like, I like the Eminem. Don't get me wrong. I really dig it. But you have to listen to some of the Commodores over here. I love the hip hop. Did, did she try and purposely just go out of tone with it? I mean, it didn't even no. sound. No, she's Jodie Foster. Do you, have you ever seen her in any kind of musical or singing role? There's a reason for that. She was in contact for Christ's sake. That's she's true. not going to get that. I did like Nell though. I ran a batch of that. You know that's the movie where she ran on naked. What is Nell? Oh, Nell's the one where she's the uh, the bush bitch. Yes, where she's just running around out there. She has no idea of the uh, the uh, human world that exists around her. Yeah, she was like abandoned or something, man. And she's mm-hmm. just a great. She, I don't know what it was. She was a uh, baby when and her parents died out there while she was trying to uh, grow up, and it, you know she never got anything. I couldn't get it, you know, with Nell, but I did the, did it the pan, Panic Room because uh, she had the big boobs after she had her kid. I, I was, never saw Panic Room. I also did it with Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I did it with the Accused. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Never mind. Pip was not as fun as I thought it would have been. <laughs> Tommy, did you have any of uh, the parents who were kind of like this, where they were always trying to be cool, relate with the younger folk? You mean my parents personally? Your parents are any friends' parents where they always just try to act a little bit too cool. Sometimes my dad would. Really? Yeah, and it was always the most embarrassing thing ever, and I'd be pissed off, and I'd be like, I always pull my mom aside, like, get him out of here. I'm seriously going to just beat his face, and if he doesn't leave me alone. I remember once in a while my mom would drive us to school, and uh, it, it would be a few, me and a few of my friends. And she'd always try to crank up the rock station yeah. and hit the hit the pedal along with the beat of like collective soul. You've been a good boy today, son. It was always the most embarrassing thing ever. It's like we know how old you are, and we you don't have to try to kind of fit into our culture. Yeah, you know that song uh, "Must Be the Money." Or whatever. Yeah, my dad would Nelly? always. Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. My dad would always walk around the house singing that song, but the only words he knew were, "Hey, must be the money." <laughs> so he was... <laughs> yeah. Hey, must be the money. That's I'm exactly cool, right? it. I never understood the uh, the parents trying to uh, either buy their kids liquor, which you enjoy when you're that young, but when you look back at it, it was really really creepy. 
Did, did, did it weird you out when, when your friend's parents tried to be cool? Because I was like, oh, man, these guys are so cool. But when my parents did it, it would always just seem like it was Creepy. annoying. Yeah, yeah. If it's your parents, you don't really like it. But if it's someone else's parents, you're like, wow, these are. I, would, I wish they were my parents. <laughs> but when, you, when, you, uh, when your parents try to do it, you're just pissed off the whole time. What was your mom like? Was she like that? Or? My mom was on and off. She would always try to either um, be really cool or she would try to be the responsible mom. So it was always what time of the week I caught her. A lot of times I could talk her into buying liquor for us or something like that. Yeah, this was uh, the uh, the music she would try to blast, trying to act cool. <laughs> and uh, right when it hits the hook, she starts pumping the gas a little bit. <laughs> I through, hate collecting through, so awesome. through the 25 mile an hour uh, area of Fowlerville. So she'd speed up to 30, back down. <laughs> 30, back down. Got a little bit downbeat. Hold on, it's, uh, it's coming up yeah, here. It's coming up. Kick it in, boys. Mom, stop. And she's just, she's just rocking her head a little bit, giving you that creepy smile, pumping the uh, gas. It's okay, Justin. All right, let's try to get through the Jody Foster one more time. No, I, the CD's jammed. I don't, I don't know if we can. All right, fine. And that's how their school ends. That's going to be the last thought of them in college. You know this awkward that abortion. Yeah, everybody like uh, the first one. They don't know what she's doing. Yeah, they have no idea. And then they start applauding, and then uh, they get into it. Was she boxing before this or something? It sounded like she had like a mouthpiece in or something. She always sounds like that. I never remember slurring that much except an L. Or flight plan. Chick pay, chick 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 pay. I can't understand it though. I can't understand why you why you would uh, like her uh, manager, or publicist, or whatever would let her go out there and do that. Yeah, it's like he woke up that morning and was like, "Hey Jody, I got this great idea for you. I was listening to Eminem, and uh, now you're gonna sound like an idiot trying to mimic." She has that. to have someone writing that for her because I, I can't imagine she'd come up with that on her own. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Bobby Hill in Philly. Bobby, what's up? Hey, fellas. What's up? Uh, well, first off, I just want to, I hope Ponch is in his car, and I just want to say, uh, wah. <laughs> and, uh, second, that, that was the school in Philly, right? Yeah. Um, that was, that was like their 250th anniversary, or, uh, graduating class. Mm-hmm. Everyone, uh, in the, out on the news and stuff, they, uh, everyone was complaining, saying they were afraid of Jodie Foster was going to screw it up, and she's not even a graduate from the college. She graduated from Yale. Yeah, what, 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 what was the point of her doing it? I don't understand why they'd get Jodie Foster, of all people. What, do, what does that mean? What does that, uh, stand to, uh, the, uh, to gain with the, uh, the students there. She was in taxi. Yeah. Who cares? There was nothing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like she was a scholar or had anything wise to say. It's Jodie Foster. She reads. That's all she does. She read Eminem. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, she's a bad actress now. Once you watch that, that would have been definitely a five-take, ten-take uh, scene for her. Thanks, she's Bobby. She's a bad person. All right, I'll talk to you later, Bobby. One more time. 
One more. No. Right. One more. No. Hey, sometimes, <laughs> it, sometimes it takes three listens to really get no, it to you. No, it doesn't. Maybe we are giving her a fair shake. This isn't edema or anything. This is crap. <laughs> this is just crap. This is crazy town. <laughs> Matt Albert can't even keep his headphones on during it. It's just too hard. Because you hear her stumble and mm-hmm. those awkward, like, I, applause in the beginning and just and then that, later they kind of want to play her off with applause. I, I know it's uh, Eminem and uh, it's a white rapper, but that is just one thing that white people shouldn't be able to do. They shouldn't be able to sit up there, <laughs> at least uptight white people like that. They shouldn't be able to sit up there and rap like that. Maybe cool people like K-Fed. Yeah. Well, K-Fed, uh, I have uh, some news about him a little bit later on, but uh, a lot of things that white people do lately really just make me cringe. Like what? Like uh, any white guy wearing FUBU. <laughs> totally blind to what FUBU means. For us, by us. And it's not for you. You know, it, it's it's uh, black people made it so black people can wear it. They don't want you wearing it. But you sit around here and do it anyway. What about a white guy wearing a skull cap with just a bunch of black guys wearing skull caps, too? I, it, it, I wear skull caps. No, it's with the fabric hanging oh, okay, down. Those okay, kind. those ones. Uh, <laughs> skull. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, any of those types of things. Uh, cornrows. Have you ever seen a white guy with cornrows? Yes. Uh, Justin Timberlake used to do that. Yeah. K-Fed did that. Juliette Lewis did it. Oh. I think the chicks are even worse. The oh, white Derek. chicks with cornrows? I yeah. think it's even worse than the dudes. I, oh, we have this one chick. We call her the Great White. Uh, she she worked at Big Cheese Pizza with us, and she would only date black dudes. And uh, she always came in with something different that she picked up from the black culture. One time it was cornrows. The other time it was a May CD. The sickle next time it's you know, a sickle cell. No, she. I think she's still, no matter how much rap music you listen to, I think white people are still safe from the sickle cell. You have to be born with that. Sorry. Minute too late, man. You're in the hideout. What's up, fellas? What's up, bro? Oh, my God. Like, seriously, what was this lady thinking about, dude? Um, I, I want to see some video footage. Do you think she was, like, bouncing her head while she was, I, like, saying this? I actually saw the video. The video was kind of taken from far away, but there was a big TV, uh, like a big uh, screen on each side of the stage that they zoomed in on. And she just had the biggest uh, smile on her face while she was doing it. It, was, it. She was so proud of herself that she could recite rap lyrics. She's like, dude, this I'll- is- so I would have taped razor blades to the sides of my hat and do it and try to cut her head off. <laughs> she probably had her I'm changing the world face on, too. Thanks, yeah. man. Too late, man. No, enough, enough. I can't handle it anymore. Hefe. Hey. Hefe. What's up, bro? That's Bobby Hill. <laughs> Why? Why? I'm sick, dude. I got the chills. I'm barely making it home. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Real fast, I was listening to that Jodie Foster stuff, and you're talking about things that white people do. Mm-hmm. It sounds completely like when white people try to do slam poetry. Like, I don't know if you oh, ever saw the, that, like, the, on the HBO deaf, and stuff. The deaf poetry, uh, deaf poetry jam when they were doing that. 
Yeah, you yeah. don't you don't either see like a white guy or some Asian guy on there trying to do it and never fit in correctly. You yeah, always are kind of just cringing the whole way through it. Even though if it was anybody else saying it, it probably would go over well. You're just watching them saying, "Please stop." And the problem is that she's doing it with her like kind of very well enunciated voice that an actress would have. Exactly. Like maybe if she threw in a, like, a little Ebonics or a little like hood into it, but it was just real awkward and no, awful. No, no, I think it would make it worse. I, I You no. know, I, there's just white people can't do it. They just look awkward. They You can see, see that they feel awkward doing it, and it just doesn't go over well. I don't want you try it. Lose yourself in the movie. <laughs> Music, the moment, you own it, you never want to let it go. Go. Okay, Stop. see, it's Stop. terrible. I'm white, I can't do it, I know my limitation. All right, fine. <laughs> 5,000. Hey, did yeah. I leave a book up there? Oh, yes. Uh, we have a book that you left up here, the Professional Hypnotism uh, Manual. Great, we got another prize to give out. Actually, hey. this was given to him by Jack Napier. It's a real fast, and I'm going to go inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving, packing up at home because I feel sick. Mm-hmm. And Napier comes uh, stumbling in there. Uh, hey, hey, boss. Um, here's something that I may, I think you may like. And I look at it, and I go, "What is this?" He goes, "Oh, exactly what it says." <laughs> and <laughs> it's a, idiot, yeah. retard. <laughs> yeah. Read it. And he goes, it's a book of hypnotism. It's all, like, drawn in and highlighted. Yeah, I, I, I'm flipping through it right now. I see it's highlighted. It, who highlighted it's, this, Napier? I guess his coach. She tells us how his coach used to do this stuff. Are you, you, uh, are you able to hypnotize people? No, no, Napier isn't. Can we tell him, can we have a 10-foot rule with <laughs> Napier and the host now? Yeah, we'll have a talk. <laughs> Set up the uh, stripper rule with him? I heard him asking Dubs a question, too, as he was leaving the office. I just like, say yes. <laughs> I, d- I don't know what the answer is. I just say yes and move on. <laughs> I don't know what he is approaching me with a hypnotism book from the 1960s. Like, I care. Like, I give a damn. I'm sick. Try to finish the Da Vinci Code. All right, have Jodie Foster in my mind. I want, I'm going to email you over to Jodie Foster, so maybe you can listen to that over and over again, and maybe that will uh, right, help you out. You know you 5,000. in the hideout. <laughs> Hey, I, I think what Jody Foster should have done was play Q Lazarus. That's the song Buffalo Bill was listening to in Silence of the Lambs. I don't remember how the song went. No. How did what? the song go? Uh, goodbye, horses. I'm crying over you. You remember how he was singing with his thing? Yes, under? yes, when he was uh, talking, looking in the mirror. Yeah. Is that when he said, I'd F me? Uh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, he goes, do you love me? I think I'm hot. <laughs> I guarantee she could talk. I guarantee you there's some part on her that's at least four inches long. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. One shot. One opportunity. Let's try to play the uh, her right during the uh, the uh, hook of the song. See if she matches up. We're going to get sued by Eminem. No, it's not. I'll, I'll point at you. White boy. This is a good song. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's a hideout. J-Dubs in studio. El Jefe had to go home a little uh, sick. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Sounds so much different. Yeah. This is actually good. 
His whole back to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so stacked that he knows. Come on. Come on, Eminem. Can't stop it. <laughs> it's a hideout. You remember, <laughs> remember, uh, we have a winner before you can buy a pair of tickets. Go see J- Dave Chappelle June 21st over the TV Waterhouse. Tickets on sale this Monday, uh, May 22nd at 10 a.m. Uh, t- at the TV Waterhouse uh, box office or at Ticketmaster outlets. For more information, go visit LiveNation.com. That's going to be a great show, man. Yeah. He's going to sell that thing out. Yeah, we got to figure out how to give out these tickets. So I want to give them out tonight. But I don't exactly know how yet. Kill a hobo. Yes. Allegedly. Kill body. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, what we were talking about with uh, uh, Jodie Foster and that terrible rap she tried to do were just things Oh, she that... did a second one that was bad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think that one was sufficiently bad enough. I, must, uh, I don't hear it. But I, I'm just wondering, the older white people... What just ugs you out and makes you, or just white people in general, uh, makes you cringe when you see them do it? Them working hard, (laughs) paying taxes. Being so efficient. Uh, I'd say along the lines of cornrows, dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. It doesn't look good when you have blind dreadlocks. There there are hippie dreadlocks that don't look, look bad, but when you try to do the thug dreadlocks, when you try to thug out and wear the dreadlocks, you just look ridiculous. But if you're, if you're doing the fish dreadlock (laughs) thing, it kind of fits. Have you seen a a redhead with uh, dreadlocks? No. It's Uh disgusting. Well, redheads are disgusting as it is. Yeah. (laughs) Fire Creepy. In, oh God! I can't wait to get to that oh, audio. Yeah. I I want to save the audio of uh, of uh, Paris and that one guy ripping on Lindsay Lohan until after ten because there is some questionable beeps in there. You know, going back to the uh, things white people shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Going back to actually like what parents like what awkward what was awkward, awkward about parents them. Yeah. Uh, how about when you went over to a friend's house or mm-hmm. even your house and you happen to bring a good-looking chick? Let's say you're in high school or middle school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden your dad makes like Martha Stewart and starts bringing out cookies, you know? And, yeah, and, starts being the American Beauty dad. Yeah, exactly. Just completely <laughs> inappropriate with her. I've had that with uh, like uh, my dad before he you know took off. Uh, he <laughs> he would uh, you know like if uh, my sister brought any girls over or anything, he would be flirtatious dad, and it's yeah. always very creepy. And at a young age, I could tell it was wrong. Just come walking out in speedos, bending no, over. No, not, nothing like that. But he would you know just be overly nice, nudge nudging everyone mm-hmm. that goes by. Oh, just making the jokes, being Mister Funny Man, just <laughs> trying to win over the fourteen-year-old girl. In Did my you... day, I'd give you a run for run for your money. <laughs> Did your dad ever check out chicks in front of you? Well, no, but he would he would point out chicks to me that I should check out. Yeah, and that was just always so uncomfortable. I was like, hey, what do you think of that one? I'm. 13, Dad, I do not want to talk about chicks with you. My dad did that to me when I was 8. It's just the worst thing you could ever be, the worst position you can ever be put in. To another 8-year-old. He said, (laughs) look at that 8-year-old. You should go talk to her. And that's why, probably, why I'm a little scarred right now. 
then the talk that you have to have with him afterward, like, hey, Dad, like, I got to tell you, man, you're creeping out my friend because you're oh, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, midget show yet over on... Uh, <laughs> I have. Oh, Little People, Big World? Yeah. Best show ever. Did you see the one where they went to, like, a convention with all the other little people? Yeah. And uh, it, it, the dad was just trying to get the son to go hit on other Midgets, you can't tell how old they are anyway. They all look the same. <laughs> it's, uh, it was very uncomfortable, and you know that it, it, how how that kid feels because you were put in that same position at that age. And it was weird because it was only the the midget's son that he was telling to hit on chicks. Like the, 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 the yeah, there's the another son that I normal think, size, yeah, yeah, the tallie. He didn't even pay attention to that kid. <laughs> no, it was all about uh, the uh, the shorter one. Yeah, he doesn't like the tallie. Go play in traffic. Corky and Lake Buena Vista are in the hideout. First, I wanted to thank Matt Albert uh, for giving us a lot of entertainment and making it on the cruise. Thank you, Matt. Definitely. Um, I feel awkward when I walk through a room of, well, people who um, might be uh, put together in gangs based on race. Mm -hmm. And I am not of that race. I'm a fat white guy. Yeah. And... uh, (laughs) And uh, not knowing, you know, whether or not I could look at anybody. I mean, even eye contact seems like aggression. That that that's very awkward. Almost as awkward as that call. <laughs> the beginning was good. Yeah, yeah. When he's when he's talking good about, you. but he, he is right. There is times where, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you feel like this as a black man. White guys feel the same way when you walk through a uh, a room or something where you just are different. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to make eye contact. You just kind of sit there staring at your shoes, like with us in the GameStop today. Yeah, <laughs> we went to GameStop today, and actually, someone came in with a boombox, blasted <laughs> yes. it. Raheem. Yeah, <laughs> they were all looking around the room, like to see if anyone was looking at him. And of course, Dubs and I are just looking down, <laughs> just one like beach volleyball. Well, I guess it's time to leave here. I had the I had the same thing uh, standing outside Matador with soft people not wanting to look at me, just sitting there on my cell phone, and they would not look up. They would just sit down and just look at the ground. That's just because you're ugly. We had the same kind of thing when when Chunks and I went out to that church's chicken, mm-hmm. and it's and it's on like OBT and that kind of uh, yeah over by the Orange Bowl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of yeah, yeah. that that. Um... Were you guys the guys who wouldn't make eye contact, or people wouldn't make eye contact with you? The thing was, like, we didn't necessarily want to, but, you know, we had to because, you know, we wanted to look approachable so mm-hmm. that people would know that we were the ones to come to. Yeah. So it, it got very strange. And then with the caller we had, who thought I was going to jump him after I gave <laughs> him the prize, he was convinced. I had to convince him for about 15 minutes that we weren't going to jump him after we gave him his wrestling pack. Matt, this is a black question right here. Oh, no. Has Have you ever been approached by a white guy who tries just to change himself because you're a black man and he, he tries to overemphasize his coolness. Yeah, he'll try to do the complicated, you know, handshake that I don't know what the hell you're doing. Or, or like you've seen him in other areas and he doesn't act like this, but when when you make a joke, he'll do the oh damn, oh snap, son. Oh. It, 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 I've seen a few of my white friends do that before, like when we're in uh, situations where they're not comfortable and they yeah. they just overreact to uh, try to compensate for their whiteness. Oh, give me a cookie. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. something like that. Or like if you try if you're trying to fit in, let's say you're like a white guy, you happen to be mm-hmm. like there's a black guy with you, and you go, hey what? man, don't you think uh, don't you think uh, Dave Chappelle is funny? Or hey, what's your favorite rap song? <laughs> you just you're just trying to bring up. Yeah. Uh, 
Throwing out Boys in the Hood references. <laughs> Minister Society. How about that Doughboy? That was a crazy thing, huh? <laughs> it's ten years afterwards, and you're still trying to uh, connect through uh, Menace to Society or Boys in the Hood. Poor Ricky. <laughs> what did you think about that Ricky, man? That was just terrible. He, he was just, about to go play football, man. He, he just wanted milk, man. <laughs> Dude, I just want to apologize to you for what my ancestors did to you back that, in the 60s. You've never gotten that, have you? Uh, 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 no, not really. Would that make you feel better? Is that what you're looking for? No. No. I mean, it would, I just, want... it would just make me uncomfortable. Okay, I'm, I'm just wondering if that would make people feel better and uh, feel more happy about the world we live in if people went around apologizing for uh, if things they, done. If they did, I'd probably ask for some money just to make it a little, <laughs> you know, a little more uncomfortable. A little yeah. tense spot. A little tense spot. Reparations. <laughs> Two bongs don't make a pipe in Orlando. What's up, man? I just wanted to say that um, whenever I'm, I'm a... I'm Puerto Rican, but I've got dark skin, so I've got Dominican descent. Mm-hmm. So, and I've also got dread, so I get mistaken for a black guy all the time. And uh, I noticed that the white dudes, you fellas, tend yeah. to use the word dog excessively. And, and, and inappropriately and awkwardly. No, it, yeah, dog. you're killing it. You're killing it. Let it go, man. What's up, dog? And it, it, it's, it's all emphasized on the dog and everything. It's not, it's not casual at all. I think that's right. part of the problem, too, is it's <laughs> never a casual thing of just, you know, hey, what's up, dog? Do you prefer dog or bro? I say bro or bra. <laughs> I say bro. Bro ham. Joseph. Going along those lines, too, uh, using repeating words. White people repeating words like, yeah, true, true, yeah, true yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, no true dats can come out of a white guy and be good. I can't even say it. It just makes me uncomfortable. How about the fist pound? Is that something that ever makes you uncomfortable? Or the Bass Brothers forearm? He's only getting uncomfortable <laughs> with the fist pound at the Lincoln Park concerts he's at. <laughs> only during, you know, Unforgiven. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll see if we can uh, squeeze this one dry. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Oh, no younger than 80. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Driving this... What, what kind of car was it? It was like an old school, like... Uh, Oldsmobile? Oldsmobile. And they're throwing their hands up in the air. The motorcycle guys are pointing at them. <laughs> and they're going the total opposite way on Orange. How old were they? Like 80-something. Why are people not like at the, at the age of, I would say, 70, maybe even 65, uh, tested yearly on their ability to drive? And I, I definitely don't think anybody over the age of 65, 70 should be driving at night. Yeah, it's past it, bedtime. It, it seriously is a, just a risk because, obviously, your, uh, your reactions and your physical abilities decrease as you're getting older, and it... it it's just putting everybody in danger by having these people on the road. I've been on the highway before, and uh, there's just some old lady, no no joke, and this is in Michigan where the speed limit was 70, going 25 in the fast lane of the highway. And she looked totally confused, and everybody's going crazy around her honking. So without even any kind of looking or anything, just starts uh, veering over to the right lane, four <laughs> lanes over, trying to get out of everybody's way. And it, it, this was happening, maybe one or two car lakes ahead of me. It almost ended as like one of the biggest pileups uh, uh, in Michigan because this is during rush hour. <laughs> it had to be at least 50 to 60 cars going 70 right around me. Have you ever passed like those old people and you look at them and they won't look at anyone? They just no. are staring straight ahead well, as they, if to block it all out. For one thing, they're always wearing those big ass glasses, those big uh, those big uh, sunglasses with even the sunglass part on the side, and you don't even know if they're kind of peeking over at you or not. Yeah. You have no idea. It's a very uh, just 
uncomfortable thing because you don't like getting mad at old people. I do. But you can't help but do it because they're just being such asses. In high school, my friend wrote the, I wish I could remember it all, he wrote the best poem ever. It was called, Two Old People Getting What's Coming to Them. It was about him beating them up for like doing something too slow. Was this for a school project or was I, it? I don't remember. I just think for it, fun. Well, I don't know which uh, which is scarier. If you're doing it for uh, a class where you know you're going to get ripped apart for it, or if you're just doing it out of boredom and fun and just your thoughts. I'm gonna go with uh, boredom on this one. I think and that's it, what it was. And it's an odd thing too. Anybody in high school writing at all if it's not for school. I never wrote down one damn thing unless I had to write it for school. He I was only... one of those really smart kids, but I could tell by the end of high school he was very angry and probably is probably in jail for killing someone in some weird way. Because his friend also tried to commit suicide, not by you know shooting himself mm-hmm. or sleeping pills or anything that might work. He tried to electrocute himself to death. <laughs> how do you how do you try to electrocute yourself? I don't to remember death? exactly. They were like the two smart nerdy kids, but they were kind of okay. Mm-hmm. They were you know. They realized they were nerds, but they were, so they were kind of cool. They were still cool. They were cool nerds that, you know, you, you kind of got annoyed with every once in a while, but all in all, we're good guys. Yeah, you know, you might not want to go hang out with, you know, chicks with them around, but, you know, they would write poems like, two old people getting what's coming to them. And I just remember people coming in and saying, Ben tried to commit suicide last night. He tried to electrocute himself. How can... I just don't get, like, what you would do. Like, if you'd cut wires out of your wall, or I if think you'd... he... I want to say he used a... Um, hanger, a metal hanger, and stuck it in. But I'm sure it was some elaborate scheme that he did to make it like mousetrap. Some kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna end up in a bucket at the end. Uh, there's uh, there's this one kid who uh, we were in middle school. He took a, a paper clip and stuck it into the light socket and flew at least ten feet back. I had a friend that did that. The entire uh, power went out to the school. We had uh, we went home early, and he was just celebrated for the rest of the school year. Because he knocked the power out of yeah, the school? Yeah, and we got to go home. We used to do he that. tried to electrocute himself. We used to do that over in the science lab. Try to electrocute yeah. I, don't, I, I can't understand why you think that would be a good idea at any time, even if you're trying to kill yourself. That, <laughs> that's the one way no one wants to die. They always pick lethal injection over electric chair. You can find a better way of killing yourself. When I was like seven, I stuck my finger in the fuse box, mm-hmm. and that sent this huge shock through me. I mean, I've, if you've even been shocked by one of the light bulbs, like like changing a light bulb or something and something happens, that's bad enough. I can't imagine going full out into a uh, outlet. Or a monitor, plugging it in in studio. Yeah. All right, I guess we got a break again, but uh, KT will have her next, uh, I guess it's Napier's <laughs> friend, KT, that's... Uh, mantra for the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's a Mako swing girl, and yeah. uh, what she works there Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. Yeah. So uh, we'll have yeah. her in next. The hideout hottie of the week. We're going to see how this goes. A little test run of it on the hideout real radio 104.1. Welcome back to the hideout real radio 104.1 407 916 1041 888 978 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We're going to try this out. Hideout hottie of the week. KT, how are you, KT? Good. How are you? Very beautiful. You were brought in by uh, Napier. You're doing this as a uh, as a uh, favor to him, correct? Correct. You don't even want to be here. You're uh, you're afraid. <laughs> you don't know what to expect. But you do work at Mako's. You yeah. uh, you must have some kind of kind of a party girl type attitude, right? Yep, I'll be downtown tonight. Tonight you work. Uh, Tonight's uh, Thursday, though. Mm-hmm. I thought you normally worked uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. 
I have off, but I'll be down there for all the concerts. Oh, nice. So um, I guess uh, Chunks was talking to you before, and uh, I guess there's a chance of a 666 party with the hideout over at Mako's, hopefully. That's yep. where we're uh, working with right now. It'll be like a heaven and hell party. That would be awesome because we've been looking for a place to do this and maybe get this thing going. Uh, because, well, we uh, we had the idea last week of throwing the 666 party, kind of Slayer Day party. That's what they're calling it. Uh, there's actually uh, uh, nationalslayerday.org uh, explain everything about Slayer and how 666 Day uh, works out for them. I prefer Megadeth. Megadeth is good, but maybe even a little Cradle of Filth. I'm, I'm partial <laughs> to them, too. No. But uh, the, the whole hideout hottie of the week thing... Um, was this your idea, Napier? Yes. Yes. So you uh, had the idea of bringing in a different girl every week, which I don't mind as long as all of them look like KT. That's fine with me. Um, but uh, one thing I've always found out on the radio, and this is nothing against you, KT, but usually hot chicks in the radio don't mix. They are uh, usually very reliant on the looks, and I don't mind sitting here just staring at you the whole time. I will do that all day long. <laughs> I have no problem with that, but uh, when you try to put them on the radio and convey how hot they actually are, that's why we're going to take a picture of her and put it on realradio.fm, and maybe the next uh, hideout hottie of the week we'll do the same with. But uh, usually, and this kind of uh, the before the break uh, proved it, they, they always are a little apprehensive. Yeah. They don't want to be made an ass of, and... It's always a thing of, hey, uh, I don't really feel comfortable with you guys. You guys aren't the best lookers. That's why you guys are on radio. And uh, I know that uh, you're going to take your ugly rage out on me. <laughs> no, never. I've been told I have the body for radio. You do. Yeah. You have the body and the baby face of radio. Ooh, yes. He's he, he, like uh, a big glowworm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> stand up. Stand up and let her check you out. Lift up your shirt a little yeah, bit. Lift up your no, shirt. no, <laughs> it, it's, it's very glowworm esque, I and mean, it actually kind of blinded me when he lifted his shirt up. The whiteness of it. I so, think he was sucking his stomach in too. What we're gonna do with you, KT? We're gonna keep you in here for another break, and uh, I've got audio of uh, I'm, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Brandon Davis. Uh, Brandon Davis, uh, billionaire's grandson. Basically, he inherited a lot of money, and Paris Hilton. They were walking the streets of L.A., bar to bar, talking smack about Lindsay Lohan. And uh, just sit in here. If you want to comment on something, feel free. The mic will be open. If you uh, have any insight, maybe not, uh, I'm guessing. But uh, humor. You can feel free to add anything you want, all right? We'll see uh, how this goes. How do you know Napier, for one? Let's, uh, let's get through that real yeah, quick. How? I'm in his class at school. Oh, so he, he's the creepy guy sitting behind you, and for some reason you feel like you owe him something. Reading class? <laughs> what? No, um, class. Hey, hey, KT, what exactly did Napier say to you? How did he approach you about yeah, how did he coming get you to, come in here? to the show tonight? Want some water? <laughs> so I just hear, just, I've never had so much. I've never had so much water in my life. I have to pee like a maniac with this man around. But uh, how did he approach you on it? Did he call you? Did he come up to you in class? How was it? Yeah, he called me and asked me if I'd what, be interested in was, coming in. What was your first reaction? No. Uh, I said yes. He helps me out a lot in class because I don't pay attention. So he does her I call him for assignments. Uh, and I don't blame him for. I always used to do the girls' homework in high school. I have no problem with that, Napier. It's but she does have a boyfriend, I think, and it's a lost cause. But hey. Yeah. Hell of a job. Hell of a job bringing in the Hideout Hottie of the Week. And uh, 
we'll keep you in one more break, and you can jump in whenever you want. All right? All right. All right. It's Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Sitting here with uh, KT, our Hideout Hottie of the Week. She works over at Mako's, works over there on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday. You're a swing girl over there? Yeah. And there's only one swing, correct? So if you, if you find that swing, you'll find her on those nights. And I've had a, a, a swing before, and the chick actually, uh, it was on my birthday. I was uh, over at, uh, we were doing our Chillers gig at the time, and then we went over to Mako's after that, because uh, <laughs> we'd rather be there. And uh, the chick had, uh, it was the end of the night, and she sprained her ankle somehow earlier on uh, doing a, sw- a swing ride. So I was given the uh, sob story of, I can't really give a good one right now because my ankles hurt. And, 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 and for some reason, it turned me on more. To know that she was just hurting a little yeah. bit. She pouting a little? That she was hurting just a little bit from it. That would turn Matt on. Yeah. If, he, if she was pouting. Um, if you didn't know this about Matt Albert, he uh, once ran a batch <laughs> on the phone while a girl was crying because he made her cry by making comments about her mom and other stuff. Her, her mom was an amputee, just like... <laughs> was she really? Yeah. And you were making amputee jokes about her mom. She was crying. Well, and I had got... to. I made her laugh. I had to make her cry again. <laughs> and it got you uh, yeah. aroused. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> the, chick, the chick said she couldn't give you a good swing ride. I don't know, KT. What what exactly do you do on the swing ride? You, you know, it's you just know. kind of a whole dancing thing while you're up there, and you're on the swing with them. They're uh, kind of uh, lifting themselves up on the swing, kind of moving their legs around. Wow, give me a little show while you're up on the swing. It's a fun time. Nice. But uh, hopefully we can do our six 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 party there, and I'll get one from KT while uh, she's working. Great. Uh, but right now. KT, feel free to speak at any time. You don't have to be a mute over there. We are going to do the Lindsay Lohan uh, audio. It's actually of uh, a guy, and, uh, and uh, this guy doesn't even matter. He doesn't show up on any radar unless he's with uh, Paris Hilton. And he's just talking mad, mad crap about, uh, and that's another white guy thing that shouldn't be done, mad, <laughs> mad crap, uh, about uh Lindsay Lohan, and you can just hear Paris Sultan giggling in the background, whispering into his ear the whole time, yeah. like she's kind of telling him what to say. So let's start this off. Lindsay Lohan has got the stinkiest, sweaty, foreign anyone has ever seen. I haven't seen it. She wants me to see it, but it shits out freckles, it's orange, and it smells like diarrhea, so stop. All right. So this guy is... Uh, I guess a billionaire because he's the grandson, and at least he ha- stands a chance to uh, inherit million, uh, millions or billions. Yeah. And he's with Paris Hilton and feels the need to talk about Lindsay Lohan and her fire crotch. Well, he's on top of the world. He's climbed a mountain, Paris Hilton, that no one else has touched. And uh, yeah, yeah, like, guys, that's more of like uh, the aggro crag instead of actual. Uh, Michael Malley's. Yeah, just yeah. There. She, she ain't wearing white at her wedding. No, and, like mastering the bunny slopes. Exactly, and it, it he he doesn't have anything to go on. He doesn't have any talents. Just kind of like uh, Paris Hilton. At least Paris Hilton has done something in pop culture with the money she has. This guy. Obviously has a lot of money, but doesn't have any kind of talent except for being able to rip apart Lindsay Lohan. He's just there. And I don't know where he's from. He does kind of sound like he has an accent. He might summer somewhere, and that might affect it. (laughs) There she is, giggling. 
would want to f*** her. That's where that's where he just said uh, her uh, ex-boyfriend Wilmer is he in a mariachi band? Just kind of throwing him in there uh, with the racist comment. Dubs, who, who would you do if you had the chance, Paris Hilton or uh, Lindsay Lohan? Go back to the clip. Shut up. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> God. We don't care. What? And she's got a fire truck, and all you guys should of course suck because you're. Guys, step aside, please. Guys, step aside. Watch the car. Watch the car there, buddy. Oh, you, you dirty <laughs> He has. He's not pulling any punches. Watch back. All right, now pause it right here. The, they waited for them outside of a club for them to come back out, and uh, they they don't miss a beat. They go into a club probably for, I would say, at least an hour, come back out even more drunk, and pick up right where they left off. Paris, what's the latest with you? Okay, okay. Lindsay Lohan, would you f*** her? Would you f*** her? Just tell me the truth. Your dad's hotter than her, all right? We think she's a fire crush. Or we know. Are we going to the parking lot or fire crush? I mean, we don't think that. We know it's obvious. Red pubic hair comes from. She's like an orange tree. Watch out! Excuse me. This guy's tie is so hot. This looks like a. And right there, uh, she was. He, they were walking, and they had some kind of bodyguard with them. And uh, he grabbed his tie because it was red, and said, "It looks like her badge." And, and you could just see because I don't even know if it was a bodyguard. It was some old guy, and he's he says, you know, he gets offended by it. The guy sounds kind of gay to me. He does have kind of. And, it, that would explain the cattiness of him. Of a flair. And uh, him wanting to get even with women. But he doesn't seem American, but he doesn't seem too foreign either. Yeah, I want to talk about this guy when we're done with the clip. All right. Give him a tongue lashing. Can you blow me a kiss over here, Paris? Paris, can you blow me? All right, hold on. I'm dumping that one second because he said, can you blow me a kiss? And then he said, can you... Blow me a kiss again, but he left the last word off there. <laughs> movie bomb? What's your name? Fire crotch movie bomb. Get in the car and I'll fall. Who? Fire what? Fire crotch. Fire crotch movie bomb. Fire crotch movie bomb. I got you, I got you. Get in the car and just follow you. Fire. Get in your car and she's going to follow you out. Fire wiener. So you're saying you like Lindsay? I think... She's worth about seven million, which means she's really poor. It's disgusting. She lives in a motel. Hold on one second. Seven million. Yeah, oh. she's worth seven million. That means she is really poor and is very disgusting, is what he said. And uh, she lives in a motel in uh, New York. I guess that was his thing. Plaza or some piece of crap like that. Some kind of. Now, Katie. What were you guys just talking about there, you and uh, Napier? I heard, you, I saw you guys mouthing things. Navy SEALs hand signals. Yeah. Going on. What was going on? I couldn't hear him. 
You couldn't hear what, the, the clip? I didn't know what he said. What did you say, Napier? What were you trying to, uh, while there's a show going on, what were you trying to do? What were, what? Looks like olive Nothing juice to me. I'm giving you one chance to talk, and you are uh, passing it up. Speak. Just don't really have anything to say. What, <laughs> but what were you, uh, there was something to be in mouth, back and forth. I thought it was All right, go back to the clip. Jesus Paris, you want to say anything to Lindsay if she's watching? Henry, Henry. Uh-huh. Paris, what does your necklace say, Paris? Your last word, okay? We're going to leave, but Lindsay Lohan is a fire crotch. <laughs> and she has freckles coming out of her and her is seven feet long. <laughs> he is kind of funny. I'll, I'll give him that. He's actually, and that, I think that's the, basically the end of it, and then they pull off. But uh, I just don't understand the hate. I don't understand why he was so angry at, at uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, and the thing, too, I think the thing that's really kind of pissing me off is if you watch the video, this guy's walking down the street like he's the star. Like, everyone wants to take his picture. And do you ever hear anybody asking him a question? No. They're always going, hey, Paris, what do you think? What do you think? And he just keeps on trying to steal the, uh, the, uh, the sun right there. Nobody wants to know what his necklace says. No, no one wants to know anything about him. They know he uh, has a lot of money, but he has nothing. He has nothing to offer except for talking about how long uh, Lindsay Lohan's naughty areas are. <laughs> it's sad that she's the talented one in that in that pairing. Yeah, but he, I, I did laugh at what he was. <laughs> I mean, it, to have that my, many balls, you know, yeah. that big of balls to actually do that, uh, and you know, who, not caring about the feelings you're hurting or anything like that, I appreciate it, kind of. Well, when you're that rich, that's just kiss-off money. You don't have to be nice to anyone. She can't ruin him in any way. She can't take away a job from no, him. No, because like he's, he's never held him. one. Yeah. He's the grandson of a billionaire. What are you going to do to the guy? You can't hurt an heir. No, and him just talking smack about her $7 million. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bitch. Tiddlywinks. I mean, doesn't that get you angry, though? I mean, this guy is just so... <laughs> You know, it, it makes me angry anytime that anybody who refuses to work and never is, I, I don't mind when people inherit a lot of money, but if they continue to be a productive person, it never bothers me. Mm -hmm. But I, you gotta kind of, can you give this guy a pass because he's so drunk? I know many times, many times I've been drunk. I used to call up our old station when I was hammered, uh, back in, back in Michigan, and, uh, I would call during the overnights about 2 a.m running down everybody, the PD, the sales staff, just yelling, you better be taping this, and hoping that he, at that time that they had played on the air. And if they ever did, I would have been fired. I would have been uh, run out of town. But uh, every time I drank for a while there, I was just a snooty prick yeah, about it. That is true. It's like when the booze gets in you, you get this confidence that seems justified. Like you are allowed to say whatever you want, and mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like you have this power that there's no repercussions from anything you say. KT, uh, have you ever gotten really hammered and done something like anything as bad as Napier uh, when you were that drunk? Uh, I don't know. What'd he do? No, I'm wondering if you've ever done anything that bad, oh. like uh, sexually. <laughs> no. no? No, you've never, you've never <laughs> sunk that low. It doesn't. There's no amount of Jaeger and Zima in the world that would get you there, huh? Mm, don't think so. Do you find Napier remotely attractive? With his big gold watch. His grandpa watch. <laughs> He got for retirement. He does have a big gold watch. And a big Why did you wear a watch that big? <laughs> was your dad in the NYC? What was, what was going on? Yeah, add that onto the list of things white people shouldn't do. <laughs> the bling? Oh no, bling. <laughs> but you've never, you've never slummed it. That's what you're, uh, that's what you're telling me. 
No. No. Have you ever gotten drunk and uh, ruined a relationship, like with a friend or anything, by calling up and saying something you shouldn't have? I've said a lot of things I shouldn't have, but I don't know if I've ended any, any relationships. Any examples? What are you going to say about us after you leave, after you get drunk? They're hot. I yeah. don't know. I'll call <laughs> you later. <laughs> give you my number. <laughs> Go back to that. I've gotten in a lot of trouble because for some reason, as I said before, you can feel to speak your mind. And I'll be talking to a buddy who might be dating a chick that I don't really like. And for some reason, I don't know, whenever you get drunk, you feel the need just to tell how, how tell him how big of a whore she actually is. <laughs> and you think that he's not going to care. Yeah, there is something about, you know, like uh, when you have a drinking buddy for a long time and then he gets like a girlfriend or something and tends not to be your drinking buddy as he used to be. And you get drunk and you're still thinking about your drinking buddy. So you call your drinking buddy. Why don't we hang out anymore? Is it because of the sea? That sea? Or, is she there right now? Put her on the phone. I'll tell her. I'll tell her right now. I'll tell her what's what. I think I've done that at least three or four times in my life, and it never turns out well because the 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 guy doesn't want to hear that, and then the girl hates you and never wants the guy to hang out with you ever again. You just end up yelling, "Be a man! Come out, man! Just be a man! Do it!" What are you whipped? Rose for hoes, man. Tell her who's boss. And and that even wrecks it more if the chick breaks up with the guy. And then you're stuck with your buddy. Yeah, crying all the time. And then whenever he gets drunk, he reminds you of how you ruined his relationship. But, yeah, oh, man, there's been plenty. I mean, there's been times when, you know, the thing with I do is I get very complimentary. Mm -hmm. So I'll start talking about my buddy's mom, and then I'll just start going a little bit deeper in, like, sexual positions. With your buddy's mom? Or your buddy? No. 407-916-1041-888. Four zero seven nine one six one four one triple eight. He just yeah. hit the biggest roadblock in the world after that one. As soon as you hit gay, he just stopped. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I like women. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to have Local 6 coming up here in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll continue a little drunk talk as well. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, it's the Hideout. J-Dubs, El Jefe Les. We're uh, running a little bit uh, half-staffed tonight, but uh, we're having fun anyway. J-Dubs, Matt. Chunks, Soft, Big Baby, and uh, Tommy Bateman back there hanging out in the back. I guess we're going to do uh, Heard It First in the Hideout right now. I see Bob Fryer waiting. Oh, nice. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard It First. Local 6 at 11 starts in uh, 38 minutes. Bob. I have been on the phone for like an hour waiting to get on. What Come guy, on. What's the guy got to do? You guys are the best. You put me right on. I call in. Bam. I try to. On uh, the air. I try to be uh, to be user friendly with uh, with local six. As expeditious as possible, huh? Now, uh, with uh, El Jefe not here tonight, he's not going to uh, get the little tease on what's going on on Local 6 at 11 tonight. Well, he's listening, isn't he? Uh, probably not. I, yeah, think he, I, see. I think he's catching up on his reading of the Da Vinci Code before it comes out tomorrow. So he hasn't, he, He's the one guy in the world who hasn't read it, huh? Yeah. I, actually, I've got it, too, and I haven't read it yet. I, I'm, I'm three back uh, books back right now, and I can't catch up. Man, 
I've read that thing, uh, I think, three times. We've had plenty of people on the show telling us about it, but uh, I haven't gotten uh, actually into it yet. His other books are good, too. The, the next best one is Angels and Demons. Read that Th- one. That's what I've heard, too. Angels and Demons is uh, the next one you have to read after The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. But the, I, the movie's not getting that good of reviews, though. Yeah, you know, you kind of you, you wonder, because there's so much backlash going on. It's like it's, all, it's such a target. You wonder if they're getting bad reviews just because people want to give it bad reviews. Well, the, the backlash and whenever you make a movie about a popular book, yeah. you're going to be criticized because you left out certain stuff that some people right. wanted in the movie and everything. And it's a it's a feature movie where it's not going to be over like two hours long exactly. and you aren't going to really be able to uh, accommodate to everybody with and, it. And, you know, 45 million people read the book. It's like they want to take it down. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like it's, it's, it's almost critic proof, at least the first couple of weekends. They act like they want to love it, but then they kind of want to hate it at the same time and critique the hell out of it. Yeah. Two and a half hours, though. That's a long that's a long movie. So Bob, yeah, tonight, talk to me. Night, tonight at uh, eleven, I four accident. We are we are shaken up about this this accident. I mean, if you ever look for a reason to make sure that you wear your seatbelt, this this is it today. Wow. Uh, this is an accident that uh, shut down I four right there at forty six A up there in Lake Mary area. And uh, you know, I just saw it when we did it at five o'clock. It was, it was a, a rolled over uh, pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Much worse. This 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 person unfortunately was ejected because they weren't wearing their seatbelt. Ouch. And uh, cut in half. How was he cut in half? I hit another car. Oh, cut like half, uh, he, was, then, he was getting ejected and yeah. got caught on something in the car and was just basically... No, no, he hit another car. Cut oh. In half, and then, oh, and wow. Then, and then those pieces hit another car. I, oh. there, there was a kid when I was growing up in my school. He was walking the train tracks and uh, he got hit by a train. Because yeah. he was trying to cross over this little bridge over some water, yeah. and the train was coming. He tried to run away and uh, not get hit by it. Yeah. Got hit, flew into a pole, cut right in half. Oh, get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, you, you hear that story about the people in uh, the cops will, in uh, New York will tell you about the guys that uh, fall off the, the subway, mm-hmm. and they get caught by the subway that's coming through, and the, the top portion of them, as they're pinned against the wall, mm-hmm. will, will be upright. But their bottom just spins and spins and spins, oh. and so they'll be alive. And they actually will bring in, you know, family members to say their final goodbyes. Because as soon as they pull them out, the rest of it will just spin loose and kind of like in out. signs. Is and that just has to be like the worst way to die, right there. Knowing, knowing that whole time, once they move this thing, I'm yeah, dead. You're done. You're done. Yeah, I, I still say, I still say the worst way to go is the gator attacks. That's. That to me is just so horrifying. The thought that you might get eaten. Yeah, or, well, or any any time when you're considered food. I, it, yeah, when you're a, considered food, that and shark attacks, anything where you're just you know bear attacks, whatever, part of the wild. But it's just it's going to take forever. And unfortunately, we've had three in the last mm-hmm. in one week out here. Well, we go along uh, gator hunting uh, with a bunch of gators. A, we got the gator they believe that killed uh, Anne Marie Campbell from wow. Tennessee. And you won't believe the size of this thing. If you haven't seen the video that we had earlier, no, I haven't yet. Okay, take a look at the size of this gator unbelievable and then because of all the gator attacks we went out uh with a gator hunter trying to get a handle on how many gators there are mm-hmm. you won't believe how many gators there are per person in florida really i'm not gonna tell you now so you gotta okay. tune in well at 11 o'clock at local six you'll be able to find out exactly the stats yeah. uh, how do you know how they find out if that gator is the gator do they cut it open and kind of they say that there's some marks on the uh, on the mouth 
that that uh, let them know. Also, they are able to go, you know, inside. Wow. And find out some stuff. What else? I mean, is bad. You know, it's mating yeah. season. We're toward the end of mating season, so gators are a little bit more aggressive. Is, right is it is it the mating season and kind of uh, the uh, the the water uh, like uh, the uh, rain we've had and not had? You know, the on and dryness. Off. Yeah, the dryness, and then it'll rain, and then it'll get dry again, and then they come back out. You know, I think it has more to do with the mating season. Yeah. They're, they're just aggressive at this point. The, the gator that they found also had, they also found what they believe to be its mate. And, you know, this one was snorkeling, just hanging out in that water. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's, I, oh, I, I, I mean, people who have lived in Florida all their lives, they say, oh, yeah, I swim, no problem, no problem. But, uh, you know, I never see a gator. I've never seen one. All it takes is that one time, you know. Yeah, the one time where you're swimming around during mating season, and that exactly. one just... I've heard it too many times. Too many oh. times I've been down here. And also, uh, we got this. This, uh, this is a weird one. Uh, this couple moves into their house, and uh, the whole place is basically infested with bees. I mean, oh. hundreds of thousands of bees. Oh my God, it's crazy! You got to see this video. They uh, they bought a new home, and they go in there, and it's just a big hive. Yep. Yeah. Oh. The guy said it was a honey of a deal, but what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> one. I agree. I like it that one. Comes to me, I can't fight it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob Fryer. Local 6 at 11. Tune in tonight. Uh, thanks for coming in the hideout, bro. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, love Have you. Bye. <laughs> I like giving them the most awkward takeoffs. Love you. Kisses. TTFN. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break right now because I want to get into something with Matt Albert here in a second. Something that we found out about him earlier today. 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. You don't want to miss this. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The Hideout going tonight. I'll Hefeless because he was feeling a little under the weather. Uh, left about an hour and a half ago to go home, get some rest, because tomorrow we have the open door policy at 10 o'clock. A big night going on tomorrow night where uh, we open the doors to the hideout every week. For the last hour of the show, you're able to come up here, hang out, uh, and just uh, enjoy the hideout live and in person. Uh, we have these tickets for the Dave Chappelle show still, and I think we're going to hold on to them and give them away tomorrow. It'll still be a win it before you can buy it tomorrow with the uh, Dave Chappelle tickets. Uh, the show is on June 21st at the TD Waterhouse. Tickets don't go on sale until Monday the 22nd at 10 a.m. over at the TD Waterhouse box office or the any Ticketmaster location. Uh, for more information, go to LiveNation.com. But today, uh, before the show, we were sitting in the office, and uh, Chunk says to me, I have a social experiment I want to show you. Anytime funk music comes on, Mad Albert turns into the Coke can you put in front of the radio, and it just starts grooving. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Anytime. Stop. Stop the music. He stops. It's battery-powered, I swear to God. Go again. (laughs) And he changes it up. I mean, he's dead on with it. It is stop and go. It don't matter. And it stops. Damn, dude, it's in his blood, man. <laughs> don't be racist about it. But I'm not. I'm just saying. I just, he's got flow. 
Now, his fu- it's funny because I tried it out before. Oh. Did, did you tell him anything about it before you, uh, did you say I want to do an experiment like, here? Here's the, like, I was, uh. Because I, I came in after it was already been done once. I, um, I, I was listening to, uh, actually, and talk about stereotypes, listening to the Godfather CD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, how stereotypical is that? <laughs> you know, I'm Italian. And, uh, you know, no. Matt comes in mm-hmm. later on. And I said to myself, I want to try something. I said, like, hey, Matt, uh, I got some something for you. And then I just started playing it. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, but he was really getting into it. I mean, like, getting up and dancing. So then, um, you know, I, so I kept trying to... <laughs> it, it's just a reaction for him. It's like, you know, if you're like... A, if you're scared of something, you put your hands over your face. With funk music, with Matt Albert, right when he hears it, the groove starts. Oddly enough, I'm putting my hands over my face right now. <laughs> Why? Watching him dance. Yeah. It, it, actually, he doesn't look bad when he gets down. No, I mean, Boogies. he really dances well when he's sitting, though. Stand yeah. up and have him dance. He, he still does it pretty well, too, but... It's so visual. I wish everybody could see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's sick because, I mean, you know, and I, can we just stop? It just, and not only does he it's stop, like someone unplugged the Teddy Ruxpin. But, you know, I, I played the first one for him so you knew it was coming. So periodically we'd be working mm-hmm. and I'd turn up the music a little bit louder. So, you know, and you know, you hear it. You don't really pay attention to it. And sure enough, every time he just start like getting into it, no matter how yeah, but, subtly like I put ba- the music out. Background music to most people is just that background music. They don't feel the need to dance to it. But for some reason, like he picked it up already. Yeah. You can barely hear it. And but he picks it up very low. Crank it. He gets more into it with the volume. It's like a big volume switch here. Throws the arms in, you know. Mm-hmm. And here, watch, around. Hey, watch this. We'll um we'll switch it over uh to a different one and he'll change his dance method. Yeah, because he had one method right there. Let's see what goes with uh, the next It's one. still the sitting down dance method. But, but no, there, there's sitting down, but there's different shoulder movement. There's different hand gestures. It's, it's, a to- oh. it's one of my favorites. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because he starts off slow. He builds into it. It's like he's at a play. <laughs> see? <laughs> right, right now he's moving his hands kung fu style mm-hmm. as he was doing in the office. He has to dance for every song. I know he's sitting in his room and his computer doing the same thing. Hook! Everybody was <laughs> You know what you are? You're the mounted fish. You're a big black mounted fish on the, where you just point and you pe- press the button and he just starts mouthing it. He's the big black billy bass. <laughs> There you go. And I should give you to my grandpa for Christmas. It's like he has super hey. adrenaline. <laughs> oh, don't be racist. Dude, it's like he has super. This other one's worn out. It's not the 1840s. It's like he has super adrenaline. I mean, like he seems more energetic, but I mean, as soon as it stops, he loses it. it, it I, I think he can stop bullets. He's still, he's still, he's still wiggling. He's got tremors. Like when I bowl, mm. uh, I do better when I was bowling. Uh, Even when song I know. I can't. That is true. Whenever we went bowling with him, he, this guy, he should have a soundtrack wherever he goes because whenever there's music going on or something going on, he is more of a character, more of a regular person. He has more confidence and more ability just to 
be himself is, when there's music going on. That is true, and this might help him. Which I was trying to tell him, I was like, look, dude, you move like this. If you mm-hmm. play this stuff in front of a chick, man, your confidence will go up. I mean, you won't, I mean, you know. As long as you're sitting down. That's yeah, good, yeah, I think down. that is... I think that is the trick. But but you'd have to understand, where he learned to dance is in front of his computer, sitting there yeah. typing away. That's the only way he knows how. Yeah, that's all he does, looking for Lindsay Lohan. His kryptonite is a hard back chair. <laughs> one, like... one of those school chairs. He can never do it uh, in class. You know those uh, half-desk, half-chairs. Those oh. are my nemesis. Did you ever get stuck in one of those? Oh, I, I got close a couple of times. I, I couldn't even stand those. I can't imagine being a larger man. I had to take off my that. coat a couple of times. Like it's, it's a little tight. I can't wear this coat. <laughs> <laughs> he likes this one. We would always have the kid that they had to give him the special desk that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look at it, man. He's rocking up and down. He's an amusement park ride. We need these uh, cameras in here working. Oh, they I wish be. they were, so people could get, uh, just tune in and see this as it was going on. They actually, they will be working soon. I found out an extra little bonus we'll be able to have. We'll be able to take the live webcam off, and if we have a video we want to show, we oh, can wow. it up to a DVD player and show show the video. So that's coming soon to Real Radio, a yeah. uh, way of uh, people watching the show as almost a TV show. Exactly. And uh, if we're doing any kind of audio or video or recapping something we did at a live gig or something, we'll be able to pop a DVD in, show it to the, everybody uh, watching and listening for the first time we may have uh, missed it, and it'll catch them all up. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Doves, does yeah. this remind you of... <laughs> the first time you gave your cat oh. catnip and you and your girlfriend just sat around laughing at it? Seriously, yeah, because if this happened every day, I would get really tired of it. Just like catnip. I, I give my cat catnip maybe once every three months just so I can laugh. But it's got, it gets to that point where it's uh, not funny anymore. But first time, always hilarious. He's playing the big guitar now yeah. like Bass. he's in Africa. It's like, give her more catnip. Put another song on. This will be one of those things we'll forget about it, but then one day we're all just going to be really bummed in the office and just start blaring it, just to make ourselves feel better. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's got the roll going. Hey. He's got the wax on, wax off going now. Does this only work for funk? No, 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 it doesn't. Here, hold on a second. Give me a second. I found this one out uh, in further extensive research. Give me two seconds. All right. I'll be right back. He reminds oh, me of the keep dance. the music going, man. What are you doing? Don't, don't break the groove. He's flowing, man. Ew. Work. Am I crazy or is this hilarious? I think we have to do this tomorrow <laughs> at 10. Why? Just for so the heretics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we'll have a crowd here then. Maybe we'll have people bring in different genres of music to see how he this, dances to them. This only works with Hefe if it's uh, if it's System of a Down or Tool. Yeah. He'll do that. He plays the uh, the uh, drums right here on the desk when that's going on. Or he'll hold the mic and just put his head down and just bob it. <laughs> <laughs> just really get into it. <laughs> But Matt, is it like that? With are, are, is this involuntary? I, I it just hits me, and I don't know what to do. It's just the you can't stop the group. Yeah, the group hits, and you can't stop it. You, it would be criminal to do it. It's not my job. I'm not a big chubby checker. <laughs> <laughs> you jammed it out in the office earlier. All right, hold on. Fine. No, this one didn't work. No, right, you know what, smartass? He's just duping me. Hold on, I got one, and this one will definitely work. And he won't be able to resist this no matter what he says. 
What is it? Give me a wise ass over here. Give me two seconds. Uh, you can't expect anybody that's under the age of 50 to start doing the twist. You half a retard. Right. This is it. This is it. This is kryptonite. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Matt Albert won't just dance to this one. He'll, He'll sing, sing it. it. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's crazy how much this sounds like uh, Hire from Creed. Oh, I never thought of that. It's exactly dead on on the uh, open. Am I more than you bargained for yet? I've been dying to tell you anything you want to hear. Because that's oh, just who up. I am this week. Right in the grass and next to the mausoleum. I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song. Drop a heart, break a name. And we're sleeping here, we're sleeping for the wrong team. Yeah. We're going down, down at the end of the round. Yes. And sugar, we're going down swinging. Yeah. And you're number one with a bullet. Yeah. A little guy called Black Stocking and Bullet. We're going yeah. down, down at the end of the round. And sugar, we're going down swinging. Yeah. Open your number one with a bullet. Another guy can't play. All right. Let me try. Let me try one more. All right, one more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he is. He's the human coke can. I told you. Hey, look, he's getting into this one. That's too many of you crying. I could watch this all day and all night. I don't know. We got to get the cameras working. And we have to do this tomorrow night in the open door. Alright. That's enough. Cocaine off. Cocaine off. I'm getting requests of uh, the Jodie Foster rap instead of him singing. Most. <laughs> that city's broken. No, it's not. Don't. People are, are requesting. It's an all request hour here in the hideout. Yeah, why the hell Real Radio hey, 104.1. I'd rather hear your talk. <laughs> the audience awaits, Chunks. Right. I thought you were supposed to be prepared for anything. Well, over there. you know, they really got. Oh, we have two seats. Yes, yeah. we do. No, oh, send them Yeah. Because you own it, you better never let it go. Oh. One shot, no. <laughs> chance to blow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, much better. All right, we'll be right <laughs> One shot. We'll be right back to cleanse our palates. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping it up here in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. J Dub's hanging out with Matt Albert, Soft. Chunks, Tommy Bateman, Napier hanging out in the back, and Sea uh, Lions running around here somewhere. About to wrap it up, but uh, Chunks won't be here tomorrow, so we won't be full staff tomorrow either. Uh, Chunks, you're heading back to D.C.? Yes, sir, going back to uh What's Washington, the purpose? Uh, when my best friend is uh, getting married, hmm. and it's uh, actually really weird because, I mean, I haven't had anyone that's close to my age yet actually get married. Oh, really? Yeah, so this is the first time I've had to go. I know you guys are going through it. You got Lefty. 
Yeah, and I, I've had so many invites to weddings lately that uh, I just can't handle it. I can't handle going back to Michigan every one time one of my douchebag friends decides to ruin his life. I can't handle it. I can't I can't be running back and forth. The only reason I'm going to Lefties, and I've told him this, is because I'm in the stupid thing. Which is even worse, because I have to pay for a damn tux, too. I, weren't you guys like trying to convince him not to get married yes. when he visited us in D.C.? Yes, we've tried to uh, convince him that many times over, and for some reason, that equals us being in his wedding. <laughs> like he knows it's our own personal hell. I was in a wedding recently. I, I uh, played guitar for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like weddings these days, <laughs> especially <laughs> especially with younger guys, yeah. all old school quotes. Oh, I'm sure. The entire reception, and especially since we were all drunk the whole mm-hmm. time, yeah. How about, just old school yeah, quotes. None, yeah. none of them up on the uh, altar while he was waiting there? None of you guys were telling him to run? <laughs> Somebody coughed. Don't do it. And then I want to know. I want to know who the jackass genius is that came up with playing yeah. the chicken dance at every freaking reception. Oh, the, the chicken dance is the worst. And what else, what other one is there? There's the chicken dance. The electric slide. It's electric. Boogie oogie oogie oogie. You need to skip. What buddies are you going to? That, those are the two songs. And always the guy that requests them looks so sly, like he got away with something. He was up to DJ. Hey, and then chicken he dance. And for some reason, then he walks up to like one of the little girls and gets her down there and dances. Oh, time, time to do the bunny hop! God, yeah. those guys are always the creepiest. They just grab the girl and put put her on their feet. Or, what, what's the, uh, the, uh, the the train one where everybody gets going in the train Congo? and run? No, there's like one where everybody's just running around in a train. I don't remember what it is. It's Come on and Quad ride City the train. DJs. Yeah. No, it, it, it's like an earlier song than that. I would remember Quad City DJs. Trust me. <laughs> I don't forget gems like I, that. I do know what you're talking about. Doesn't it start off with like two people? I think and then it's, it's the one they have on the uh, the Coors commercial right now. I don't know. I can smell the train crew. Nah, where the train's going the right through the uh, the football field and everything. The mountains win again? Soldier? No. <laughs> what is it? Don't know. Runaway train? No. That's Collective Soul. <laughs> That's also a non-wedding song. No, that was Soul Asylum. Soul yeah. Asylum. Yeah, where they just have a bunch of dead kids on the on the screen all the time. <laughs> no, they're runaways. Whatever, they're dead. Either that or... <laughs> they're runaway... Life has been now. ruined forever. Wishful thinking. Whatever. They do the margarina, too. Yeah, uh, the margarina. Oh. The margarina is an abortion. I love Dangerous. that song. Or the twist. No, that's just you and Chunks. Oh, how about Shout? Yeah. Everybody crouches oh, yeah. down. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. Look, it's Animal House. And then, every, oh. and then, and then you got to sit through the speeches. How about YMCA? Oh. God damn it. Why do they keep on playing those same <laughs> damn songs at every wedding? And then, the, and then the DJ who's announcing is like, hey, hey, we're taking it to the YMCA. And like, what are you doing, dude? Just, it's just four letters, everybody. You know them. F-U-O. <laughs> we had a drunk guy come up and sing, you've lost that loving feeling. Very, uh, very wedding theme. Come on, guys, pimp yeah. up. It's Betsy's wedding. And have you, every time, it's a cringe moment when they play the, uh, the uh, couple song. Yeah. Because it's always uh, the cheesiest BS song. Ace of bass. And then they got to get no, the cake. No, it's never been ace of bass. It's like a so- no one wants to sign. I do. And then they got to get the stupid cake in the face. I mean, it's just been done so many times, and then they have to laugh. Weddings really need a new gimmick. 
That's what like I like gay. about. That's what I like about my friends. Todd from Rev Nine, when he got Mo. married, he uh, he went to Hawaii because his dad gave him frequent flyer miles. So like only one other person went with him. That, that's how it should be. I mean, who cares about your love for someone else? Seriously. Yeah. It, I saw yeah, some you, nice it, wedding photos on MySpace, and I was happy with that. You, yeah, you take uh, you yeah. take your, your best friend to Vegas or something, and uh, say, hey, you're just gonna witness this, and then you're gonna go buy a hooker. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, you're forcing people. To spend money on tuxes and gifts yes. because you're in love. Who cares about your love? And I don't want to get you another blender. I know you have one. It works fine. And I don't know what else to get you because you're lame now. And then, you're going to have kids and talk about them all the time, how you about douchebag. A gift certificate <laughs> for a wedding present. A gift certificate to the gap. And, and here's what I don't understand. Baby Beating, gap. I hate you. Bye. The registering for the gifts. Like, you should be appreciative of whatever damn thing you get. You shouldn't have to be expecting some certain things. At your wedding. My friend's baby registry was 15 pages long. I guess we're out, 5,000. Oh, yeah. Five thousand. Five thousand. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Five thousand. Not interested. Five thousand. I, five thousand.